You can hear me before you see me. I got King Kong in the trunk. King Kong, King 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 Kong, King King Kong, King 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 Kong. You can hear me before you see me. You can hear me before you see. You can hear me before you see me. I got King Kong in the trunk. There's something I don't remember if I've ever brought up on the show, which happens. Um, but I thought it was like a weird quirk of mine that uh, I was curious about you. Yeah, if you, you ever we, we this. all know you don't like hamburgers. Oh, so you I brought talked it about up. that before? Yeah, we've talked about that before. We're going to get hate mail again just because you brought it up. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, <clears throat> earbuds, which you mm-hmm. currently have in. I have these. I do. Gross headphones. Yeah. Um, earbuds in my ear. I noticed this from uh, different Apple versions that I've had over the years that were given, you know, with the phone. Yeah. They've had, like, different shapes and stuff. But I find that uh, whatever, you know, there's always, like, a right and a left. I find that. Oh, shit. I've got two rights. No. (laughs) I go the opposite. My ears accommodate the right earbud better mm-hmm. in the left ear usually like the shape of my ears if i put them in normally i usually it's something happens i can't really pinpoint it but something happens and it like presses on the inside of my ear and makes it hurt over time if i listen to them mm-hmm. you know for any length okay. of time like an hour so then i'll try to switch them and i'm like oh my god it's so fucking comfortable yeah. and i think it's a bizarre quirk because ideally they're you know using lots of different scientific methods to shape these the best way to people's ears the most people's ears and so I feel like my ears are kind of backwards. And I wonder if you've ever tried that or, if, you know, you just keep them like they go. Uh, yeah, I just stick with them uh, the way the tiny little letters printed yeah. on the thing direct me to go. Um, uh, yeah, I, I never really have any problems with that. Um, Could you do me a favor and switch mm-hmm. them and see what it feels yeah. like? Yeah, let's see. Let's try this. Hmm. Okay, I've got them switched around. I've got the right and the left, and the left mm-hmm. and the right. And now my anus is bleeding. Wow, <laughs> oh, weird. Wow, weird <laughs> side effect. <laughs> we so. started a curse. Oh god. <laughs> There's an evil nun in the corner of my room now. But she might have been there. She might have been there already. She it just is Easter. To be a guest. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I love Godzilla. She's like, I have some comments <laughs> about this film. Um, so but, yeah, what are your what are your thoughts? Uh, it's okay. Like, I, I have specific earbuds that I use for recording here, mm. um, so this doesn't really bother me. Like I also have ones, some yeah. like uh, some wireless uh, AirPod Pros mm-hmm. that I use just for like you know during the week. Yeah, um, and those are like very specifically molded for each individual ear. So I imagine if I, I tried know. to do that, I might cancel out reality um, just because of how they're designed. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, this is not this is not bad. This doesn't really bother me so much are um, the the ones you're currently wearing are they just like a standard like kind of just circle do they have any kind of shape to them to fit no, in they've your got ear? a they've got like this weird uh shape to it yeah okay yeah it's got a little it's it's almost like a little ball sack hanging off of uh yeah a flat pad of some sort that's exactly so. what they were going for i feel mm-hmm. yeah that's how they described it in meetings yeah mm-hmm. those are kind of shaped i feel like they would and it, it, it it's not all of them but i generally find like uh the apple ones there was like one particular version that they came out with over the years that fit mm-hmm. really well uh for me and then they switched it and i i started switching my ears like which ear had the earbud in it and then my latest like i just have like some some cheap like wireless bluetooth ones 
and they were really hurting my ears because I, I just got them like a month ago and I just mm-hmm. tried to switch them one day and I was like oh my god it was like instant relief and it, like it fits in my <laughs> ear canal better it's totally crazy mm-hmm. it's like uh it's like I have like a backwards system or whatever but uh which I'm mm-hmm. kind of cool with I gotta admit but yeah do me a favor too later on try out your pros I, I wanted to see like like you said they're molded to that but I'd like to I'm, I'd be curious of your thoughts of what they're like switched um and that's when that's what's tough is like I, I want to get AirPods. Eventually, they have, like, the regular versions, and they've released, like, multiple ones, like, generations mm-hmm. of them now or whatever. And then, like, the Pros, I know that they're, like, they have, like, the squishy pads on them and stuff to kind of fit in the ear canal. Yeah. Um, but I'm, like, that's a thing. Like, how do you try that on? Like, I, I don't want to try it. Like, I'm grossed out by other people's earwax. So it's, like, how do I know which one's the best one until I just buy them and put them on my ears? And then I'm, like, this is either good or bad, you know? Um. Yeah, like the the pros since I've got those I probably won't go back to the the regular AirPods yeah. just because they're uh I feel like they're more functional like nice. the way uh I like to use them. And plus they have the noise canceling which I love. Yeah. yeah. Cuz I'm just trying to tune everything out in my life uh, if I'm being honest. I just <laughs> I just want everyone to be silent but me. I want to be the only human making noise. I know got that's it, you got selfish, but it's true. And I need everyone else to shut the fuck up because Papa's trying to listen to Doughboys as he's getting ready for work and he does not want to be bothered. So please fucking relax, everyone. That is all. Is it, is it okay if I talk? Okay. I, I told you that I just want to relax. I'm it's actively super, listening okay. to Doughboys as I'm recording this episode of the podcast. <laughs> Look, Munch Madness just finished. I'm trying to re, re-listen to the winner. I, it's very exciting. I'm just really. I just want to say I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Look, you're on notice. That's a oh, that's a flag on the play. Sh- can I? We're ask gonna you? have to penalize you by oh, making God. you continue to record this episode. Oh no! Wait. Yep. So circle back, and I should talk. Uh, sure. But or do you want to like do the one sided? You just get all your opinions out there, and no one tells you you're wrong. That's like the best way to live life. I think so. Yeah. It seemed to work for the previous president, so, you know, it's fine. Um, well, if you don't mind, we will continue. Mm-hmm. I'll keep as quiet as possible, obviously. Um, I'm with you on that one. I, mm-hmm. uh, I too, like to just have headphones in a lot just to quiet the world around me. So sure. uh, I'm with you there. But I don't have, I don't have super, uh, super cool noise-canceling ones. I've been wondering about that. Uh, on the Apple one, so I'm glad that you said those were good, the the pros. Yeah. So mm-hmm. appreciate that. Well, yeah. Brent, I'm glad that you leaned into my my experiment here. Um, I would like to know. I, I don't know if anybody else has weird ears like that. If that's like just my thing, but uh, I did. I did have my wife try hers out that way as well. She has the same uh, Bluetooth earbuds that I have right now, and uh, she also said they were more comfortable that way. So it's it's not quite just me. But I'd be really yep. curious if, uh, like, what the fuck's going on there? You know, why do I, what do I like it backwards? Are they designed specifically to be weird? Like, are they, what, what brand of earbuds are we talking? They're like some on Amazon, like Anchor, um, Hasmagash. Oh, you know the Hasmagash? Yeah, um, brand. Um, By gosh, but uh, yeah, they're just like they look, they look like a little stick. Um, kind of out, out your ear, and then they just have like kind of just round earbud kind of things going off of it. Um, let me ask you a question. Sure. So these sticks that you're putting in your ear, yeah, they have a uh, cotton tips on either end. 
Yeah. Kind of white sticks, white white yeah. cotton tips. Yeah, so yeah. you've you've seen them on Amazon? I've seen yeah, you can get like three hundred of them for two dollars or something. I, I don't see where you're going with this. Um so when you stick them in there, mm-hmm. you've got essentially a, a tip with a with the cotton ball sure. sticking out of either side. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the ones you have, right? Because the they're white, like the Apple AirPods. Well, they're those they're a little bit different. I think the ones you've got, mm-hmm. and hear me out, may be Q-tips. What? Mm-hmm. Wait a second. Is that why I can't get the Bluetooth to work? That's probably why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just really like the noise canceling function. <laughs> and what's great about it is you can put multiple in there. And that, it cancels that is out cool. More. Yeah, you got about eight in each ear. Just like shoving them in there. How many Q-tips can you fit in your holes? That's the game oh, I like to play. In your holes? Well, I have oh. two ears, Brent. Get get your mind out of the gutter. Well, I was imagining you sticking them in in your gutter. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Really clean those <laughs> clean those holes out, you know? You know, whenever you go poop and you wipe, but then you get the Q-tips out so you can really get in there. It's like, mm-hmm. Wait, what? Go yeah. back a step. That is, yeah. You know. You know, uh, recently I had one of my friends ask me if their father-in-law should, you know, listen to the podcast. <laughs> and I was like, maybe not a good idea. Uh, maybe decided, not a good idea. But maybe yeah, good yeah idea. Seems, seems like a weird choice, but you know, you know what is a good idea though? What's that? If we get into this bitch, so we are doing it. I'm Steven. <laughs> I'm Brent. Is that a good transition for the, the Let's get into this bitch. <laughs> Not in a sexual way. Yeah. That's silly. Yeah. No, you know, in a, into a show way, in a podcast way. Welcome, everybody. Mm-hmm. Hi. It's going to be a good one. I can already tell. Mm-hmm. Things yep. are going downhill fast. Hell yeah. That's Hell yeah, I dude. Do. Um, yep. So, yeah, we're going to get into some awesome talk today because uh, we watched a brand new awesome movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Godzilla versus Kong, and uh, I'm so stoked to talk to to you about it. But um, uh, we've been watching this MonsterVerse, which I'm actually coming around to calling it that. By the way, we had talked about that mm-hmm. on the, one of the episodes. That I was like, I feel like monster. I, I I think of more of like Universal monster, you know, type like mm-hmm. Dracula, Wolfman type of things, not like these. And we were we were gonna there was like the Titan verse thing or titans yeah that that may have been something i made up <laughs> but then we yeah, because, yeah well maybe <laughs> yeah but then we started we were like working on the, the kaiju verse uh yeah really call it that it's just like what i think is like the fucking coolest and and you seem to agree mm-hmm. uh but yeah I'm, i am coming around on monster verse if anything just because that's what obviously what the, they're calling it so um like after this movie came out i don't know that they have any more plans i haven't heard any but like yeah, much no. like the snyder cut thing and then the the release the Snyderverse or restore the Snyderverse coming around. There's like a continue the Monsterverse going around mm-hmm. online and social media and stuff, uh, which I'm a fan of. I think this series has been really killer. So yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, just excited to talk about all that today. So Same. it should be good. I, uh, this morning I actually did some research on the original, uh, uh, what was it? It was called King Kong versus Godzilla okay. back in the like 62, I believe is when that came out in Japan and then 63 here in the States. And, I remember hearing that there were two like alternate endings to this movie, oh. like depending on like where it was released. Like the Japanese version had Godzilla win, and then King Kong won, and like everywhere else that Universal uh, Pictures distributed the movie. 
but that's not the case or the old one for the old one okay interesting okay but that wasn't the case no no king Hmm. kong won like every version of it like there Hmm. were some small changes in the american release of it like but it wasn't anything where like the winner was different like king kong won gotcha uh, just like overall which surprised me because Mm -hmm. it was produced by like toho who owns like Godzilla mm. and I would have thought they would have had their, their guy win, but I guess King Kong was more popular at the time. Godzilla had mm. only had like a couple of movies and he, he hadn't had anything come out in like seven years or something like Interesting. that. Interesting. But yeah. So yeah, oh. surprisingly King Kong won in, uh, in the original who won in this most recent one. Well, well, spoilers ahead. Yeah. But not, you know, we'll, yet, we'll get but, into it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at this, uh, some, some pictures of this old, King Kong versus Godzilla because I had heard people talking about the new one which I this is part of my problem is like King Kong versus Godzilla the new one is Godzilla versus Kong I mm-hmm. I always forget which one's which and the more I think about it the more I confused I get because I'll be like oh no it's Godzilla versus Kong but is it the other way and then I just keep forgetting so mm-hmm. I'm gonna struggle with that a little bit through here but this I'd heard that the new one they're like oh this has been done before it's not like a remake necessarily but it's like they fought before, and I had no idea. I'm not like a huge Godzilla fan or King Kong fan from back in the day. I haven't seen like a ton of those movies or anything. Um, I do like the characters, but um, and I liked the Peter Jackson 2005 King Kong. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think I've seen the original like once or whatever. But um, yeah, it's like I I, had, I don't have a lot of history with these, so um, I didn't know when this one was released in 1962. But I'm looking at mm-hmm. it here. And the effects are great looking. <laughs> Same as today, basically. Yeah. <laughs> basically. You can't tell the difference. Um, <laughs> Which movie am I watching? <laughs> looks like a lower death Power Rangers. <laughs> um, but I, I wanted to watch it. Like I, I've, yeah, I've seen yeah. Godzilla vs. Kong twice. I oh, watched ooh. it a second time last night. And after it was over, Man. I wanted to see if... Uh, King Kong versus Godzilla was streaming anywhere. I couldn't yeah. find it. Like they've got uh, yeah. a bunch of other Godzilla movies and King Kong movies on HBO Max, but but not that one. I don't crazy know why. Mm. But uh, man, I really want to watch it just to see. Yeah, right. Uh, just see how it played out. You know. Yeah. It's fascinating to me. Oh man. Yeah, it looks pretty. <laughs> it does remind me of Jurassic. Not Jurassic Park. Of uh, I don't know why I said that. Of Power Rangers. Um, yeah. I think it's uh, dinosaurs. I'm looking at a picture of them, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, that's the thing is like I don't know. I know people are really into those old Godzilla movies and stuff, and I like some of the things for the effects they did at the time, and I do like just kind of how effects have changed and the the interesting things that people have done in camera and whatever, blah blah blah. Working Porn. up to like, <laughs> right? <laughs> yep, yep. Love those Nailed special it. effects. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, but I've never really been into like when I watch like clips of the old Godzilla movies in general. Um, they don't, I'm not like, I got to watch all of these, you know, different versions or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the new ones because of the effects and stuff. I, I think they're really quite good. And then yeah, the, uh, the actors and stuff they have in them, whatever. And the stories are kind of here and there, but, mm-hmm. um, but I think if I were to watch these with people that were really into it, I would really dig that. Like if I had friends, I guess that if I just had friends, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, that were like really into it or whatever, you know, then I would probably be more apt to, to enjoy it if I was watching him, you know, it's one of those things like I need to see it with like a big fan someday. Yeah. Something. So, um, I, I would love for them to continue the series, but also I feel like it's almost peaked in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. But 
I'm sure there's other stuff they could do, like, you know. They they had a bunch of monsters in King of the Monsters that mm-hmm. didn't show up in this movie, so they could yeah. bring back some of those characters, you know. But, um, yeah. It does feel I, like a good arc, though, to kind of get here with the yeah. two of them meeting up. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like if they did more, they could... They could release another King of the Monsters type of movie and be like, oh, well, that wasn't really what we wanted, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be so difficult, you know? Yeah. Unless, like, I don't know. I don't know what they would do from there. It's it's difficult, but we can we can get into that stuff after uh, okay. we discuss the, the movie, if you'd like. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Maybe future plans. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Cool, yeah. cool. Um, well, did you have anything else you wanted to get into or, or just jump into the movie? Uh, it's, it's up to you if you've got anything you want to discuss. I'm, I'm good either way. Well, there, I did have a question about some ointment, mm-hmm. but we can talk about that like after the show. Okay, that's fine. I just want to get your opinion on Are, something. Have you been using your earbuds to apply this ointment? Because <laughs> that might... Well, my earbuds have multiple uses, Brent, so... Yeah, that's right. Now, are you throwing these earbuds away or are you reusing them? Well, Brent, I never throw anything away. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> I don't reuse them either, though. I mean, obviously, I'm like most people. You know, it's like your your nail clippings or your hair. You know, you keep it in a bag. <laughs> bag. Wow, I thought you were going jar, but okay, that's <laughs> well, much worse. Brent, I've. I mean, I know I'm bald now, but I've cut a lot of hair of mine over the years. I mean, I have. Mm-hmm. It's a bag. It's very large. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I had a bushy beard for a while. Like shaving that off, like it, it added up. You know. Now, when you moved from. Oklahoma to Texas. That's why you rented that larger U-Haul mm-hmm. truck yeah. is because you've got so many bags of hair that <laughs> you had to relocate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we actually had the largest you could get, and then on the back we had another little trailer that you can rent. Mm-hmm. And most of my my hair was in there. Uh, the nail clipping clippings are so small they really don't. You know, it's large, but it's not like that. It doesn't. It's not like huge. Yeah. Um, so I felt like I think of that bag uh, in there, mostly hair, and then that saved room for the. You know, the other stuff that I've saved, Q-tips, mm-hmm. um, gosh, what am I trying to think? Um, most of the gum I've ever eaten in my life, mm-hmm. you know, sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have a giant ball of gum, obviously, like most people. Um, of course, yeah. Uh, perfectly normal, perfectly healthy. Yeah. We all do it. <laughs> it's uh, it's like, you know, whenever you'd go and get one of those like, like sticky slap hand toys at the, mm-hmm. like at the toy machine. Um, and you'd use it for like three minutes and then it would be covered in like hair and dust and carpet remnants and all this stuff, whatever it's like gumballs basically like that. It's like a bunch of pieces stuck together. So it's mostly like fuzzy at this point, which, which helps because the whole thing doesn't become like super sticky that way you can wheel it around and you know, it's, it's soft to the touch. It's kind of, it's kind of comforting to hug it. And you said in the past that if you ever start doing some like Iron Man training, Mm -hmm. that would be a good, you know, giant gumball to push up a hill oh yeah yeah, yeah. i thought you were gonna say mm-hmm. to fight and i'm like yeah maybe i um, mean you probably could use it as a punching bag as well yeah, you know mm-hmm. punch it right up that fucking hill oh <laughs> that's the training everybody yeah i mean that's like yeah that's hard to do guys you were trying mm-hmm. to punch a giant gumball up a hill hey man you ever try to fist <laughs> a gumball <laughs> it's harder than you would think it keeps getting stuck in there it's hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh Oh no! Yeah. It's become sentient. 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 What am I trying to say? Yeah. Uh, sentient. It. It. There you go. It can think and shit. <laughs> My gumball is alive. Yeah. 
This is our second time of creating a blob-like creature that's going to take over a town, just got to say, two, mm-hmm. two, two times in two episodes. So That's right. Maybe we're trying to rule the world. versus Gumball. <laughs> I, I, man, I like... I keep calling it a gumball, and you did it too. But it's like it's not a like the gumball is already a word. I feel like we need like a new word for for what this is. It's not it's not a one piece or giant you know hard shelled gumball that you could eat. It is okay remnants of gum that are stuck mm-hmm. together into a ball. So it is also a gumball, but is that confusing? Okay, um, hmm. how about uh, chew sphere? Chew sphere. Wow, mm-hmm. Brent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really fucking good. I know. Wow. Hey Hollywood. Um, I got shit like this all day. I like that all day. That's the running for. for that's in the running for the title for me right now. Okay. <laughs> sphere. That is great. <laughs> wow. I really like that. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have a choose sphere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I like it too because it sounds it sounds cool, and then it also sounds like people would be like, "But what is that?" And I, well, I'm glad you mm-hmm. asked. Yeah. And then I could show them, you know, it's like and then like once you think about it, it's like obvious, but like mm-hmm. it's not like super obvious. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I really that's a that's a comforting word to me. Choose fear feels good. Mm-hmm. Man, choose. you got the atmosphere, you got the stratosphere <laughs> and then you got the choose fear. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Yeah, I punched that fucker up a hill. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I punched that choose fear right up into the mesosphere. It's up there. Man, I really like for my choose sphere to be on top of a mountain somewhere. That'd be really lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm, as well, like a I monument. mean, you push it right up up uh, Mount Everest. Oh, you know? It'd be like a monument to useless shit. <laughs> yeah. I really like that. On top of the world. Like, if you uh, finally, like, if you put yourself through the intense training to go up Mount Everest, the... Mm highest peak in the world that we're aware of i was like is that i i feel like I mean, that's right yeah, yeah, yeah i feel like that's probably until right. we find yeah. a new one that's right somehow oh. on the other side of this flat earth um <laughs> no so if you like <laughs> went up to <laughs> where is australia even we don't even know <laughs> in australia and in new zealand Man. i feel like it's the same thing crazy um, but if you went up to mount everest wouldn't you leave something up at the very top of it like something stupid? I, I guess, but there's so many people that do it now. You'd think there'd be like tons of shit up there. Yeah, and you just like add to it, you know? <laughs> I don't know. That just feels very American to like go to this, you yeah. know, amazing nature thing and then just leave crap. Leave like a Burger King wrapper <laughs> up there. <laughs> yeah, or a giant uh, chew sphere, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there I, you go. I'd love for it to be up there. Maybe I should choose a lesser known mountain, though, with more room because I want to leave room for everybody else. And I want to have like the choose sphere kind of be like the thing people are going to see. Oh, you can go up to Mount Everest and uh, it's oh. a mountain that nobody climbs because it's like very, very low. Oh, okay, it's, cool. it's basically like a step. <laughs> it's like a foot above the hill. It's uneventful. Yeah, people don't mm. even realize it's like trafficked every day. But you can just like leave something there, just you know, help it out a little bit, you know. Have you? This made me think, because uh, I would like to bring you know awareness to a small small mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it made me think, you know, like if it's just like a foot or so above a hill, you know, uh, that's that's like not a whole lot, but it's kind of like a nice thing. But uh, have you ever have you ever heard of uh, this Hugh Grant movie, 
where where he he it involves a plot around that very subject about a hill versus a mountain. He's measuring it. Did you ever know this movie existed? I had no idea. No, because it is called The Englishman Who Went Up a Hill But Came Down a Mountain. Okay, this is a real thing. <laughs> Have you Wordy. heard that before? No. <laughs> I just in this conversation randomly, I was just like, wait a second, that's a Hugh Grant movie. And uh, it totally is. It's like uh, he goes to it's like in the, I don't know, 1920s or whatever. He goes to like measure a mountain for this town and they're like all proud of their mountain. And he measures it and he's like, yeah, this is uh, this is two feet shorter than a mountain. Like it's like classified. So this is this is a hill. And yep. the townspeople are like, fuck that. And they all just bring dirt up there <laughs> and they just keep bringing dirt all like in a row, like passing buckets and bringing wheelbarrows and stuff until it rises to like a, a mountaintop. Till it's like a few feet. It's like six feet to like shorter or whatever. So wow. doing like a certain thing. Anyway, it's a pretty good movie. Whatever. That's all well and good until it rains and then it washes <laughs> that shit like right back down, you know? What if there was like right before the credits, they're like all happy. They're in the pub like, wow, we really did it. We, we have a mountain mm-hmm. mudslide. Takes out the yep. whole fucking town. <laughs> <laughs> credits is or, just people like reaching up, just death everywhere. All Man. the dirt they've like shoveled up from the ground has like played with the uh like plate tectonics enough to where oh, wow. there's like a massive earthquake just <gasps> so many people will die and their hill is no longer a hill nor a mountain it is a mm-hmm. volcano <gasps> oh shit wow worst of all cases <laughs> but they put all that mud on top so all that mm-hmm. mud flies up in the air mm-hmm. with the volcanic ash and lava and oh my god wow what a tragedy and that's why humans are now extinct. <laughs> this Thanks. is actually, yeah. <laughs> this is related to the dinosaur show mm-hmm. uh, in some way. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, dinosaurs is post-human. Post-human, exactly. Okay. We, 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 Nature, that's the twist. Nature was like, well, <laughs> shit. Um, we did dinosaurs. Uh, we did humans. I guess let's try, I don't know, dinosaurs again. That was fun, but don't wear clothes. Don't wear clothes. <laughs> we'll put them together. Yeah, it's good. That it's sounds mashup. pretty good. I mean, it's like a banana mashup. <laughs> but wait, they have clothes on, so you, can you still milk them? You milk anything with nipples. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I'm imagining the dinosaurs and dinosaurs under their flannel shirts have mm-hmm. a series of banana nipples. Hey, are you telling me Franny, the d- dinosaur wife, does not mm-hmm. have nipples? I'm just oh, saying, I prove mean, me wrong. Does she have boobs? I'm trying to like picture her right now. Um. Possibly, you know I wouldn't be surprised. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. It's like Howard the Duck. The like the there's like a famous thing where the there's like duck titties in it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it's like that doesn't make any sense though. They're like human boobs that just covered in duck fur on a duck. It's yeah. like that, that's weird. Um, well, how else are you gonna get duck milk? <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a real question right now. <laughs> yeah. If you could drink the milk from a dinosaur, would that excite oh you, God. Brett? That would actually. Wow. Do dinosaurs have milk? I don't know. I mean, do they? Probably not because they're they're lizards and and whatnot. But yeah. like, it, I feel like but we're finding out could. new stuff about about ancient you know yeah. creatures all the time. You know, we di- we didn't realize they had feathers and shit until probably the last twenty years. Maybe I know exactly right. If they can have feathers, they can have nipples. If they can they, have they feathers, can, they can have nipples. They, they can have milk producing nipples. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see. They always she didn't have uh, the the mom from dinosaurs. What was her name again? Uh, Franny, I believe, or Fran. Franny. Yeah, she doesn't have uh, 
she doesn't have large knockers at least it's uh it's very <laughs> very uh motherly her her shirt is like a pink with like a, a white collar on it you know yeah she doesn't um, have large knockers no i would say yeah you could you if you looked at it yeah you'd be like nah there's no large knockers there yeah that's what you call them right yeah sure <laughs> only out of respect <laughs> You meet the queen. You're like, Greetings to you, madam, and your knockers. You, your knockers look very uh, lovely today. Mm-hmm. Tasteful. That's right. You've got the knockers of a seventy-year-old. If I do, if I do say, my dear, and then I curtsy and tip my hat. America. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, now I'm excited to do a double feature of the Englishman who went up a hill but came down a mountain and. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong because I feel like there's some parallels there. We might get. Should into we just that. like pause it and like watch this movie? That'd be and then great. We just like jump back into it. That'd be great. I think it's a hill versus mountain movie. versus yeah. Godzilla Yaw. versus Kong. There you go. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's yeah. It was the showdown everybody asked for in the '90s, and then yeah. now we get this one. It's like it just kept ramping up, you know, which is cool. Hill, mountain. Whoever wins, no one gives a fuck. Starring Hugh Grant. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah. All right, so uh, some spoiler-filled Godzilla vs. Kong talk? Yes. Heel. 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 So before we get into that, I mm. feel like uh, on the topic of verses, um, we need to address uh, another podcast that came at us, um, or another podcast host, I should say. So um, one Mr. Hester... <laughs> AKA Hector Roman. Uh, back back on March twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. Tweeted, subtweeted us, uh, saying that he took took inspiration from listening to the latest hideous energy to complain about another free podcast, which is us, Steven. Mm. Let's talk about stuff. Um this is in regards to our discussion on Godzilla King of or is it what is it called? King King, of, King the of the Monsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's a comic book series called Kingdom of Monsters, and I was uh, confusing the two. Uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, and then we also did uh, Kong Skull Island on that same episode. And uh, he said he mostly enjoyed that episode, but uh, he feels there wasn't nearly enough praise for the amazing CGI and special effects throughout the MonsterVerse, and he told us to do better. Oof. To which I wrote, counterpoint, no. (laughs) You can't make us, yeah. Uh, You can't make us, uh, and honestly... We're 191 episodes into this. Mm, why start now? You know? It's actually, I feel like we'd be going against people's expectations if we did that. It might be actually, like, you know, be worse for us. It, it'd be worse for us, and it'd take way more effort. Yeah. So that's going to compound things. So <sighs> don't like that. No, we won't <laughs> do that. I will say, to his credit, uh, yeah, I think Godzilla and Kong look great in those films. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the 2014 Godzilla movie looks yeah. great. Yeah. So there you go. Hector, we did it. Wow. There you go, yeah. Hector. Yeah. If that is your real name, Hester. <laughs> I liked it, too, because I brought this up earlier, and uh, that he, had, he, I was like, he mentioned something like a week ago, and you were like, oh, yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I, I don't remember. I read it like a while ago. I thought it was just kind of like, hey, what about this, guys? And then you were like, mm-hmm. fuck this guy. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. No, we think Hector's cool, we, obviously. Yeah, we didn't say yeah, that. Yeah, we didn't yeah. Say but uh, no, mm-hmm. I, I feel like... Uh, Especially with King of the Monsters, I don't really. Here's the thing: I don't remember whatever we say on this show at any given point uh, after we mm-hmm. say it. So, 
I don't really remember, but I feel like looking back on it, the only thing I could really say about that movie is that the effects are really good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. I remember looking really cool, <laughs> mm-hmm. but the story and the acting, I was just like, what is happening? The story is very convoluted. It's very um, convoluted, yeah. But look, just to stay out of Hector's crosshairs, uh, Godzilla and Kong look great in this movie as well. There you I go. will say, though, that like there's some close-ups of Godzilla where his face looks like overly textured. Oh, too much? Like a J- Danny Trejo look? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He got machete face. <laughs> At least but he's not yeah. hatchet face. There's not hatchet face, but yeah. it's fucking close. Um... Shout out to Danny Trejo, as a big listener of the, the pod. Oh, Appreciate sure. it. Right yeah, yeah, the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that, that was like the my only criticism of the like visuals in this movie. Otherwise, I think it's all great. And I will say, Adam Wingard, I hated that Death Note movie. But this <laughs> this movie was like I, I thought this movie Nine was day, right? directed so well. Like mm-hmm. all the action was great. I thought the use of color in this movie was spectacular oh, as well. So good. I was never confused at all by like, there's like a lot of CGI and a lot of like big like world and hollow earth concepts and stuff, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it all like makes sense visually and uh, where they're going through that, uh, that wormhole from like uh, our earth to like the, uh, the hollow earth. Mm-hmm. There's some like crazy, like, special effects it looks like you're flying through a screensaver but it looks rad as fuck like <laughs> it looks perfect. great like the, the whole thing like i yeah when i first heard that he was gonna direct uh yeah. godzilla versus kong i was like oh no i don't know how this is gonna go but like <laughs> yeah. i i will uh champion this movie to my last awesome. breath in four months uh because <laughs> i thought it looked great and uh I, I was really impressed with it. i thought the the story is like i don't know i'm of two minds like I really do feel like the Kong side of the story is pretty good. And mm-hmm. then the Godzilla side of it is just like, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, all, right, all right. Sure. I guess. But yeah, uh, it definitely yeah. means more Kong. Yeah. For, for which story and stuff. Yeah. Which I'm cool it with. is good because like uh, Kong emotes more. Kong can mm-hmm. communicate with uh, humans. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought so, that was a cool development with the sign language stuff in this yeah. one in particular. Um, yeah. They had a lot of cool. I, I like this film series a, a, a whole lot, even though I don't like Same. King of the Monsters very much. Um, mm-hmm. I love Kong Skull Island so much. This one reminded me of how much fun I had with Kong Skull Island. Like, I don't know if yeah. I like this one as much. I have to watch it again. But um, I was, I just enjoyed myself the whole fucking time. And yeah, mm-hmm. yes, I was masturbating during it. Of course, mm-hmm. I was just so excited. You know, I had to get the, the experiences out. Yeah, right. Yeah, to share with the world. Um, Yeah, I I just uh, I really enjoyed the hell out of it. It was so much fun. I watched this on a. I actually forgot about it leading up because I think we did the we did the second episode this week with the April Fool's episode. Mm -hmm. We recorded on a Tuesday and released that on Thursday, and then I was like, oh, we just recorded one, and I kind of just forgot what we had planned. And I've been focusing on like watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier and stuff. Yeah, uh, like through like Friday night, and then I got to Saturday morning, and I was like, "What are we doing on the show tomorrow?" And I was like, "Holy fuck, I have a whole movie to watch." Oh. And uh, <laughs> so I started it, and it was it was perfect on a Saturday morning. It was like yeah. watching a Saturday morning cartoon in mm-hmm. the best way. It uh, like you said, the light and stuff. I I knew I, obviously the trailers are filled with all the the neon city lighting and stuff, but mm. God damn, it was fun to look at and those scenes. It helped it helped define everything around them. Yeah, uh, and it looked great. 
Um, yeah. So yeah, it was uh, it was just a hell of a lot of fun, and uh, I'm really looking forward to talking more about it. There was a an article that you forwarded to me like several years ago regarding like movie posters and it using that like it's like an orange and blue yeah. thing, uh-huh. and that happens in this movie, but it also is like part of the uh, the world that both of, uh, both of those characters are in, mm. like cinematically because there's a lot of especially in uh, kingdom or king of the monsters there's a lot of like that blue Mm, that's like represents godzilla especially with his atomic breath sure then like for kong like that orange is just like it's like on that movie poster and it's like Mm. in his world and everything so when kong is on that ship and it you could see it like like the the bottom of the frame is orange and it fades into blue because godzilla is on his way there it just it works so well together like it's just I know it's like uh, rote or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's something that, that people like criticize. It's like, oh, here we go with the orange and blue again. But guys, it fucking works in this movie. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason it behind works. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. Yeah, they're like on yeah. a color wheel. They're complementary colors. And yeah, it it's, works. It works uh, so well. Yeah, and then like I, I think that's a good point that it's like they, they can lean into that almost now. It was almost like if that was, you know, up and coming and it looked so cool back in whatever the early 2000s and then it's like mm-hmm. oversaturated now that so many people do the orange and blue it's almost like this is like post that now he can be like well yeah i everybody knows it but i can use it to good effect and for good reason and, mm-hmm. uh, and it, then it works and it kind of gives you like two different colors to to represent the sides uh, that yeah. they're fighting and stuff and it just helps define things again yeah and really it, it defines that that first battle on the um on the ships whenever mm-hmm. they're fighting at sea and then like later when they're fighting in uh hong kong yeah it's just like neon everywhere and i remember watching the first trailer like once and i hadn't watched anything else mm-hmm. because i'm like i don't know it's probably because of like the pandemic and everything i'm just like time means nothing to me <laughs> like, <laughs> I get it. So i'm not excited it. yeah <laughs> yeah like i'll get around to it like i didn't watch any of the like one division trailers or mm-hmm. uh, falcon and winter soldier trailers like leading up to those shows coming out. Yeah. Like, I didn't watch many the pandemic either. started because it's just like, I'll get here, I guess I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll just watch it. It's like going to be available to me. I'll just watch it when it's here. Um, so I didn't, I didn't notice a lot of this stuff like the first time, or at least it didn't hold in my memory. Mm-hmm. So when I was watching this, it was almost like watching the movie, like just fully, um, uh, just going in blind mm-hmm. for the most part, you know? Um, and I had heard there were, there was like a trailer that had a, the secret character at the end of this movie Mm. um, in it, which is like, eh, this seems kind of weird, but I guess you're trying to get asses in seats, you know? Yeah. Or an HBO max. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I thought that would have been a cooler, like for them to have waited on, but maybe they were just like, fuck it. Like people were going to know this is in here or whatever. And they just kind of went with it. But I also only watched like the first trailer that I remember. And it was a long time ago. So Mm -hmm. when I watched the movie, like I had no idea what the plot was going to be at all about how they were going to fight or why or whatever. And uh, I thought that was a joy to watch it kind of live and not really know. Like all I had seen was some of the fight scenes essentially. And that's all was in my mind. And then to have a lot of that not spoiled. You know, if you can if you can hang back in the trailers, especially these, they release like lots of TV spots and stuff where they would show like very mm-hmm. specific. Like there's like if you go online and look, it's like Godzilla does this in the movie. Kong does this in this part of the movie. And like that's the clip. And there's like 19 of them or whatever. There's like so oh my many. God. And it's like I just wanted to stay away from all of that and just let it, you know, kind of happen yeah. in real time. And I'm really glad I did uh, kind of like you mm-hmm. did. I think it was a better experience that way. It's fun. The only thing I remembered vividly is that shot of King Kong punching Godzilla in the head on that battleship. 
like I've seen that clip so many times, yeah. you know, as a GIF or whatever. So yeah, I don't think I remember that one actually. So I think it was fun to, to kind of watch. Um, I can't think of like any specific things except for like the neon buildings from the trailer, and then oh, like okay. just crashing into stuff. That's really like the only thing coming to my mind right now. So. Yeah, um, I liked it that way. Um, I wanted to mention you had you had talked about the director Adam Wingard. Um, we had we've mentioned him before in the show because you you had watched Death Note and mm-hmm. um, and reviewed that. And we've we've talked about some other things that he's directed on here. But um, this movie in particular, I also was kind of not surprised by how good it was. I do like some of his movies a lot, but I also really don't like some of his movies a lot. And so I really had no idea what to expect from this. Uh, We've talked as well about how this series of movies, they've gotten such interesting directors on board that had Mm -hmm. done such smaller movies and they've all at least turned out interesting things. Uh, Most of them I think have been successes and stuff the way they've done it, but uh, he was no exception. I thought this was like super rad. I thought the directing was great. Um, But he had started off with such smaller things. So um, one uh, was Ear Next, which is a horror movie um, that I half like. I really want to like it a lot, but I just can't really get sold on it. I've tried it twice now, um, but it's uh, it's okay. And then um, The Guest is the one that I like a whole lot that I, I don't think you've seen yet. Which one is that? The Guest. It's, it's usually on Netflix. Um, it has um, Dan Stevens in the role as okay. like this main guy. He's like a soldier who comes back. Uh, to town to I think it's something like it's been a while since I've seen it something like he comes Mm -hmm. back to like a a soldier friend's family to be like this guy died I'm his friend whatever but then it turns out he's not really all he seems and he's Mm -hmm. kind of like a bad dude or whatever or is he I think it's kind of the the premise so uh, but it's like super fucking rad it's such a good movie and uh, it also has a lot of neon cool colors like mostly red and stuff um, that it focuses on so um, that movie is great and then uh he did Blair Witch, which I still haven't seen, the the remake of that, and then, or whatever, re, reboot quill. Mm-hmm. And then Death Note uh, was his last movie before this one, yeah. and that one you you had said was just so bad, and I uh, yeah, never I thought it looked good. And yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah just interesting, uh, interesting trajectory, but it makes me, this movie was so good, it makes me want to give his other ones a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and see, like, I haven't seen The Guest in a long time, so I want to rewatch that. I want to give your next another shot. Um, he did another horror movie called A Horrible Way to Die, which I think is just a great title, but um, I don't really remember if I've seen it or not, so I'm like, cool, I'll, I have another one to go watch. So, um, But yeah, I just thought he just knocked it out of the park with this one. It was super fucking good. Yeah, it was very entertaining. Uh, a lot of energy. Uh, I will say, on the script side of things, uh, I'm just going to be honest with everyone. I don't care why these monsters are fighting. I do not care. <laughs> this is a good like conversation. If, okay. Like if, if an executive came up to me, he's like, okay, so we've got Godzilla fighting Kong. I'm already in. I'm there. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. They're like, well, let me tell you why they're fighting. It's like, I don't care. I don't <laughs> just smash them together. They're, they're two giant Titans. They just come across each other. It, it appears as if when you let Kong out of his containment facility, Godzilla will just find him. Mm-hmm. So then they fight. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Keep it simple, you're saying. Yeah, like, look, I love Brian Tyree Henry, uh, mm-hmm. who's uh, the, the podcaster guy in this movie. Yeah. Um, I love him as an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be in The Eternals. He's on ah. Atlanta. He's Paperboy on Atlanta. Nice. Uh, which is a show I love. Um, and he's been, uh, he's the voice of Miles Morales's mm. father in Into the Spider-Verse. Right on. I just, I, he's an incredible actor. Love yeah. him. Super wet eyes. 
That means he's good. <laughs> Okay. But um, he is like such a paranoia, like paranoid, yeah. um, like uh, truther guy that it makes me uncomfortable because yes. I don't like those type of people, you know, even though he's like, right, you know, even though he's like digging up the conspiracy. I, well, I wish that character was like m- not that, I guess, because <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable to be like on that side of people. You know, I feel like I'm rooting for. QAnon or something like that. Yeah. No so if you don't mind, I'm gonna because this is good. I, I I'm about to mention another person of the cast and a specific reason because that's related okay. to yours. So I'm gonna mention some people in this cast, okay. uh, and then I'm gonna jump back into that. So uh, this has Godzilla, <laughs> Kong, the, others. Thank you. There They're we not go. Listed on here on Wikipedia, <laughs> so they surely should be what? there. Uh, oh Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, Brian uh, Brian Tyree Henry, mm-hmm. uh, Shun Aguri. Uh, Eliza Gonzalez. Mm. I'm talking about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lance Reddick. He's from French. Uh, he's briefly in this, but I like him a lot. Uh, Kyle Chandler. Um, oh, Julian Dennison. Uh, the, he was like a Deadpool two and uh, hunt for the wilder people. Uh, he's like, uh, oh, yeah. he's the Kiwi. He's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, D- uh Damien Bashir, I think that's how you say his name. Uh, he's like the, the guy who's, uh, part of that, I can't remember what it's called right now. Um, the thing, Apex. I, yeah, Apex. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to mm-hmm. ruin it. I will spoil everything, but I don't want to spoil it quite mm-hmm. right yet. But yeah. Um, so I was gonna say that. Uh, yes, to your point. Um, if this were like a '90s movie, whenever we could listen to like a character who's like a conspiracy theorist, and it could be kind of fun and like in cheek, and it's like they're pretty like out there on this thing, and like they're literally wearing a foil hat. Ha ha ha. But mm-hmm. also, they're right about this stuff. I can let that go. But in this day and age, when, yeah. when like disinformation and misinformation are, are rampant and it is so widespread and it's so it touches on so many actual like serious aspects of our lives, it is not funny to me at all. I that, don't like it. Right. And the fact that he would be right on things is worse because it like it circles back and it makes those people think that they like they're just waiting for their moment to be shown. Right. You know? Yeah. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, I don't, I don't want any part of that. So yeah, it no. bothered me too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, the reason I was bringing up the cast is I was going to say like in stranger things, um, in season two or three, whatever, they bring in that guy who's like paranoid and stuff, but he was right about a lot of the stuff they do with like the big beard and he's bald. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but that's like an 80 show and it totally works in that era. And so I'm like, I'm totally cool with that. This, that late, you know, that's like a, a recent version of the same kind of thing. But in this movie, I was like you, I was like, I don't like this at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like that. It's like, uh, he's got a podcast because like we've mm. got a podcast. I'm like, how do you get listeners? Because like, are there tips in this? Can I, can, can we get some pointers? But, oh, um, man. he was like, he was, I don't know. He was like recording the podcast about, him getting ready to go get like information. Yeah. I feel like you would just like, why would you announce that? First of all, yeah. Like, it, are you going to announce it and then release it? Or is he just recording the audio and oh, keeping maybe. his laptop in his car? So then once he gets busted, people can like, I don't know. It just seems like a poor approach to it, but yeah, I guess for storytelling reasons, whatever. Again, I'm not here for the story. I don't That's true. Yeah. That's how this all yeah. started, right? You brought up the story. Um, a lot of people I, I've heard online talking about this and stuff and for various ways. There was one guy, um, I was in the middle of it. I watched it in the morning, most of it, and then I had like the last like 40 minutes, the most, like uh, the last fight basically left, and yeah. I watched that last night. And um, 
I be, in between that, I, I saw someone on Twitter that I follow who had done a quick poll and he was like, I, I watch these movies and I, I either care about the hollow earth theory and that explanation, or I just want to see these people fight. And mm-hmm. I chose the hollow earth. I wanted to know the explanation. And it was like 47% said that. And like 53% said that they just wanted them to fight. So he was like, mm-hmm. this is way closer than it should be. He was like on the total, like they should just fucking fight. Yeah. And it made me think about it because there, we just watched Zack Snyder's justice league after watching justice league. Um, both movies that have insanely silly things that go on them and the plot can be ripped to shreds if you try, but there's mm-hmm. some part of it. It's like, if you could turn your brain off and just have fun, then maybe it could be good. But this movie, I was like, it's doing the same thing. Like the story's not that great. Um, some of the stuff doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'm, I was like fine with it. I didn't care. And I had so much fun versus watching like, especially the theatrical justice league that I'm like, mm-hmm. what is it here? And I think it boiled down to, I don't have a big history with these characters, Godzilla and Kong. And I, I have at least a little more and ex, and expectations for the justice league characters. So whenever I see their story go so badly and, it, and you have the juxtaposition against the MCU, I'm like, this is just really not hitting the notes. It should. But in this mm-hmm. one, I'm like, fuck it. Just have fun. Like, I don't care if the plot makes sense. So it's yeah. like, I wanted to know the story, but I also don't care that it's not that good. Or I I really just, you know, I would get excited when the fights came on. But you were pretty much just like, like, did you care about the hollow earth theory? I guess is kind of my question. You know, that kind of stuff. So like the theory itself, like they mentioned it in King of the Monsters. Mm -hmm. And it was it was just like not quickly mentioned, but like they it was kind of like they discovered that was a thing. But and they went to the Earth's core and and that one dude like Mm. reignited Godzilla by nuking himself or whatever. And I thought, well, maybe that's what it looks like. But I so I don't know. I'm not really, like, super invested in that side of it. I will say, though, that in this movie, when they go to the Hollow Earth, I think it looks fucking badass. All right, cool. I love yeah, yeah. the design of it. Yeah. Um, and so for Godzilla and Kong in this movie, I I like the dynamic that Kong is a more fully fleshed out character. And I, I think that's true about Skull Island versus mm-hmm. the two Godzilla movies as well. Sure. But yeah. I also... Uh, read that Adam Wingard, he was uh, Toho, the the Japanese company that owns the Godzilla character. Um, they told him that Godzilla doesn't emote, like oh, okay. he, he can't emote. It's it's just like it's a force of nature essentially, mm-hmm. and which totally makes sense yeah. for that because it was like a, a metaphor for uh, the atomic age and mm-hmm. you know um, nuclear holocaust and all that stuff, right? Yeah, so makes sense. Now King Kong is more fleshed out. He emotes. So I feel like the way this movie opens with Kong, like that's the first image you see is like Kong laying down, taking a, <laughs> taking a nap, yeah, I fucking uh, it. wakes up, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. Like that's our, that's our lead character essentially. Yeah. So, you know, we follow Kong on his journey and he goes to the hollow earth and discovers like, this is where my people lived and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's a cool character arc. So I, I, I just like that part of it. Like that's, yeah. Almost as much of the Hollow Earth stuff I need is like mm. Godzilla found where he came from, essentially. Now, they mentioned earlier in this movie that uh, there's a theory that this is where all the Titans came from. Okay, cool. I don't really need any more than that. That's just, yeah. okay. We see there's a bunch of monsters down there now. Cool. All right. We don't really need to devolve into like, I don't know, like the, I feel like the Godzilla portion of these movies really tries to like overcomplicate like a story mm-hmm. where it should just be like, this is where all these monsters come from. And sometimes they leak out into our side of it. 
Like, there's a slow drip. Yeah. And these monsters <laughs> coming through, you know? You're going to fix this fucking plumbing. But, I mean... I don't know. What what do you think about that? Are are you into the Hollow Earth side of it? Yeah, I because I am. I, I I mentioned that that guy to the poll, and it was between when I'd like finished, like you know, I was in the middle of the movie or whatever, and so I didn't know mm. how it was going to play out. But by the end of the movie, whenever Kong is down there, and that's the new like Kong, like observatory or whatever, is him like back mm. where he's supposed to be, and not in that bubble they've created around his island and stuff. Um, I was like, oh, this actually became like a major plot point then. It wasn't just like an explanation of where they came from where you could kind of take it or leave it. And I was like more into the the taking it part. Um, But it actually became like, oh, this is actually cool because it's now he'll where he'll be and it just looked really fucking cool like you said like the the mountains above the other mountains and stuff and like being able to like kind of float in between them like there was just so Mm -hmm. many cool visuals for that and I just love the idea of it. Um, And it made me think Whereas I don't have a big history with Kong or Godzilla in the past, um, or even like like the stories of like journey to the center of the earth, it made me realize like, oh, I really liked this weird thing. I'm so into like sci-fi and space movies. I don't really care about things like in the earth or whatever. I don't I don't really think that exists. So it's like I don't mm-hmm. really think about it as like a sci-fi premise or whatever. But once they thought about it and then they had this cool sci-fi ship that was like anti-gravity and blah blah blah. Um, and it was all kind of cheesy or whatever, but it was some of the visuals were so fucking fun watching that thing fly around Mm -hmm. and then they go down there and it looks so cool. And I was just like, man, I just, this is just really fun. It made me think of old movies, like, like almost like Indiana Jones was to like the old serials from the thirties and stuff. Um, it's, it made me think of kind of like that. Like it, it, it excited me in 2021. Like I imagined it would have excited someone in like the 1930s. And, yep. uh, and it was cool. Like the visuals were so good that it was like, it really sold it. So, um, mm-hmm. overall for me, I, I, I don't know that I would have just, I like the, the way you explained it, like Godzilla or like uh, Kong would just be like released or break out of his thing. And then they would fight like that makes total sense. I was trying mm-hmm. to think of like a way that they could do that. That's, that's really simple and to the point and they could just fight or whatever. But I mm-hmm. liked the way, even though some of the story wasn't that great, um, or I didn't really even care about it. I was just like, I'm having fun, but get through this thing, and then we'll watch some fighting mm-hmm. again. Overall, when I think back on it, I'm like, I liked the way that that kind of played out. I liked the mythology of this whole series, and uh, I think yeah. this was a cool culmination to that. So, Yeah. When I first watched this, I watched it on, I think it was like uh, April Fool's Night is when mm-hmm. I started it. Um, and I kind of watched it in, a, in in segments, I think maybe like three viewings is the, the first time I watched the, the full movie or whatever. Um, but when I watched it the second time, I noticed like a lot more things. I was like, did I not watch this part of the movie? <laughs> like, but I was watching it on my phone. So I had to like hold my hand up to my face to like watch this thing. Uh-huh. Um, but last night I watched it on my TV with our, you know, sound system and everything. So nice. it, it was, it was nice, but like there are like large parts of this where I was just like, wait, did it, the scene, <laughs> they're forgettable. Was the scene in the original cut? <laughs> like what happened? Did I just get Snyder cut? <laughs> HBO max. Come on. <laughs> Man, but, that's funny. Um, yeah, like there were there were like certain story parts that I picked up on the second time mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, okay, I guess that's why they're doing this. Like the the first time, I'm I'm just there for the spectacle, clearly, yeah. because I I didn't remember shit. Um, but then uh, the second time, I picked up on some of the story beats, and again, it was it was all right. But uh, I feel like there's a, a simpler way to get there. But I'm not trying to like rewrite this movie or whatever. Because yeah. honestly, the last. Like you said, 40 minutes of this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm there. 
I am fucking there. It's great. I mean, the the action, the set pieces and stuff they do throughout when they are fighting and stuff. Like that one of the battleships is like so inventive and fun mm-hmm. to watch. I, I yeah. There was a part where like Kong jumps between battleships and like lands mm-hmm. on another one, and then Godzilla gets up there too, and they fight. And I'm like, I don't know how heavy these things are. I don't know that that battleship would hold them. I don't know why it would, but yeah. I'm here for it. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was just so inventive and fun. I, I really felt like uh, I, I'd be curious to hear more of the directors that have done these this series, like their histories with these characters, because um, mm-hmm. this one felt like um, he was a big fan and and he yep. did some really fun stuff, you know, hitting his action figures together with this movie for all of us. Uh, he did it in a very good way. And I feel mm-hmm. like Adam Wingard kind of like pulled out all the stops. Like this is his first like huge budget movie. And I feel like he's like, man, I got I'm taking my shot, you know. Yeah. Uh, much like I feel Jordan Vaught Roberts did with Kong Skull, Skull Island. I think there were so many interesting things in that movie, uh, more than the Godzilla movies, that I'm like, I feel like they both just left it all in the field. Um, mm-hmm. And it's and it's cool to see that because some of the stuff is just really fucking rad. It was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what did you think about Kong having an axe? Oh, see, I loved it. I don't know if that means anything in the history of that, if this is a brand mm-hmm. new thing. Um, I didn't know, watching the the movies leading up to this, I really didn't know who to root for. I like both of them, but I, I really like Kong Skull Island so much, and I like Kong. Oh, yeah. So I figured mm-hmm. I was kind of going to root for him and stuff, but at the same time, I was like, I don't know how they're supposed to fight, like... Godzilla is fucking huge and he literally is the king of the monsters like he just defeated every other monster why do I think that a you know just just a monkey versus like a three-headed winged version of of Godzilla that couldn't beat Mm -hmm. him you know why would I think a monkey would be able to but first off I love the explanation that he's grown in size since Mm -hmm. we last saw him in the 70s it made total sense and it's it was he made proportionately he looked better I think to to fight Godzilla um, yep. But then once he got the weapon, I was like, oh, I totally dig this because now it feels like a fair fight, even though he has a weapon yeah. mm-hmm. and Godzilla doesn't, you know, not carrying one, I guess. But he has so many more powers and stuff that uh, I just thought it was yeah. fucking cool, man. I was down for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Uh, I at first I was like, well, uh, uh, let me go back to something you said. Like, I wasn't sure who to root for in this mm-hmm. movie either. Like yeah. when I was going into it, which is kind of like the fun of it, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like. Unless you like grew up like as a major Godzilla or Kong fan, like you may not just go into this and be like, I just want to watch these two monsters fight. And, like whatever happens, happens. Like yeah. whatever. But like as I was watching the movie, and then again it opens with Kong and Kong emotes, and you follow Kong's story, and you know there's a thing about his family and whatnot. Like I really like got attached to Kong. Mm-hmm. But then like the other part of my brain, the lizard part of it, was like, <laughs> but Godzilla wow. has fucking atomic breath. He's got like all this yeah. shit. He can. He seems okay in water, you know, like that's, that's a, a big, uh, big, uh, feather in his cap. Um, but like, if I, if I'm being honest, like we do uh, this thing on, let's talk about stuff on occasion, not often enough, probably, but, uh, we do this thing called pop culture combat. Mm-hmm. We pit, uh, two Titans of pop culture against each other. Pepsi Coke, you know, mm. huge colossal drag out fight for that one but um like i i thought about like and that was on our list of like contenders we've got a whole bunch of like contenders out there and one of them was godzilla versus kong and i thought well maybe we should do this but then you know eventually we'll just see Mm -hmm. you know yeah but like if i gotta be honest with myself 
like Godzilla has to take this, right? Just because he's just seems so overpowered. Yeah. And I, I see that Kong is like uh larger and maybe the same size as Godzilla now, but you know, there's he's he's got I mean he's yeah he's got fist and feet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. He can yell real good. Yeah, he can't chest, can. but like but that's about it. Um but yeah, Godzilla just seems so like overpowered. So by the time they fight that first time and, and Kong gets his ass kicked, mm-hmm. uh the military has to like intervene and just like yeah. play dead essentially to to fend off Godzilla. So by the time Kong gets the axe, I'm like, well, like you said, this is going to even things out a bit. So he can like block that atomic breath or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Steven, I'll say, I'll say when they both show up in Hong Kong and, um, Kong like digs out of that, that crater. It's just now occurring to me that Kong shows up in Hong Kong. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Love it. I hope Adam Wingard wins all the Oscars for this. Yeah, right. Um, but nailed it when uh, when Kong shows up there and they start fighting, mm-hmm. and Godzilla does this thing where you could see he's like charging up his atomic breath, but then like Kong just like punches him. It remind it like takes me back to the days of like when you'd play Street Fighter with your friends on Super Nintendo or whatever. And you'd be like, well, let me try to pull off a Hadouken. Just, just like block or whatever. Let me try it. Just let me try it. Let me see if I can figure it out. That's what it reminded me of because Godzilla tries like two or three times. He's like, well, God damn it. I just keep getting punched in the chops. I just, Could you just I get in this real quick? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, man, you just described an experience. I feel like we've all had. We're like, I just mm. want to get one of them off, please. Let me just try it. God damn it. But then, like, Godzilla is able to pull it off, and there's, like, a huge, like, beam that he's, like, chasing Kong with. Oh, and yeah. Kong is so agile, he's able to, like, jump around it and everything. Jump around. Um, he gets, like, singed on his back a little bit, but otherwise he's, yeah. you know, not anything too severe at that point. But um, what do you think about the uh, the outcome of the uh, the battle? Like, the, uh, the final victor of this whole thing? Well, yeah, so... Uh I like how it plays out because, and this this leads back to the story that's like maybe a little more convoluted than it needs to be. But I uh, looking did you back say convoluted? Convoluted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's good too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's when I'm looking back on it, I was like, oh, I really liked how that played out. Like, I liked that. Um, given the history of the series and stuff, they're like they've contained Kong on his island, but he's not happy about it and stuff. And then they do mm-hmm. have that kind of stuff. They have that the the little deaf girl and stuff who's really rad, um, like mm-hmm. his friend, you know, and then. Uh, Rebecca Hall, who's like her adoptive mom, sort of, you know, I, I like their roles and stuff in it. Um, but then it's like, yeah, Kong, sorry, Godzilla had, you know, done his stuff. He had like become the king of the monsters. He had saved the day again. And then how, why would he come back or whatever? Like you said, mm-hmm. like it could be just as simple as like Kong is another one. He didn't fight. He's out. He's got to fight him, whatever. But I, yeah. I liked how it's like there was some group, uh, in, you know, in America or whatever, who were like, we're going to make this mecha godzilla to kill godzilla mm-hmm. and that'll rid them all of the world and like we'll be so much better off for it and that's what awakens him like i like that story that's kind of what starts it so for your for your question like mm-hmm. it's kind of like kong gets his ass kicked and then mecha godzilla comes out and then he's gonna fight godzilla and then you know they they heal kong and then convince him like hey you need to help each other and then i was like i, I just like how that story all kind of played out Mm-hmm. For watching big monsters fight, it's like how are you gonna get Godzilla Kong and Mecha Godzilla in there? Like, I think this is a pretty cool version. I was down with that story mm-hmm. of 
okay, now he's out here and he's got all this power, Mechagodzilla. They're fighting, and then Kong comes to help, and then uh, then they're kind of just like, hey, you cool? They just kind of do a nod. You mm-hmm. cool? You cool? Yeah. And then Godzilla's they dap like, it yeah. up real quick, yeah, and then right? they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I dug that, so yeah. Speaking of that little girl, I thought she was a great actress. Oh, I don't know great, if she's right? actually deaf or yeah. or what, but man, she was I, really good. I heard she was. I don't know if we said her name. Um, I'll have to look her up. Nope, that's not her. Yeah, but she. I'd heard that she's actually deaf. And, okay. uh, and she was, yeah, fantastic. Um, I, I like uh, that she is the, the the main person to communicate with Kong outside mm-hmm. of, like, all the other, like, humans just, like, standing around. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, they have a, a really nice bond, and I thought that was uh, it was cool. I know in the, like, Toho Mothra movies, they're, like, two, like, twin girls that communicate and maybe control mothra or something oh. like that so i was i was kind of picking up a, a little bit of that vibe with Kong, but not really in a like a controlling manner just mm-hmm. like this is my friend you know yeah. the giant ape and he punches stuff sometimes so yeah pretty simple we've um, all been there we've all been there <laughs> do you remember have you ever seen this movie this is one of those that i'm like not a lot of people probably know uh born to be wild Oh boy, it sounds familiar. It's from like the '90s, I'm thinking. Um, it's like it's about a uh, a gorilla who can s- sign, and it's like a woman is helping him sign or whatever, and he's gonna be like taken away and be sold or whatever. And so her, the the woman who's helping him, her her son, also knows how to sign, and then he like mm-hmm. steals the gorilla and they go on a road trip. Um, oh wow! And it's like a stupid like '90s like kids movie or whatever, but I used to love mm-hmm. it or whatever. So in my mind. It's like, this totally works. I've seen this before. I like this movie. I would totally watch that movie. You know, just yeah. like that girl, like, takes Kong and they just go on a road trip. Mm-hmm. I'm totally down with that. Um, yeah, it was like in 1995. <laughs> this, is what, this is what I imagine. <laughs> it's like a gorilla doing a prom pose over, a, like, a, a teenage boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Good stuff. What do you do when your best friend's a 400-pound gorilla? Anything she likes. Oh. That's, wow. Anything. Mm. Oh, boy. Interesting. <laughs> That's a good turn. And, wait, after you said prom pose, I was like, Ugh. oh, yeah. I guess you're going to play on her terms there. Definitely from you know? behind. Mm-hmm. She's like, I want to thank you. How come no corsage? <laughs> Why no corsage? I dress up for you. I get this. Oh, you got to, yeah. You, gotta treat you right. better be packing. <laughs> Doing a reach around? Yeah. Oh, I would not trust a gorilla. <laughs> Mm-mm. Big no. hands could be lovely, but yeah, way too much pressure, you know. Oh God! Um, yeah. So um, I wanted to, for some of the actors and stuff, that that little girl, um, she just doesn't have a, a Wikipedia page, so I couldn't find her. Her oh. name is Kaylee Hoddle. Um, mm-hmm. I think she was. This is like one of her first things, or whatever. But um, yeah. I liked I like Re- Rebecca Hall a lot. Her adoptive mom, who's like the scientist yeah. watching Kong. Um, I liked her in uh, The Town with uh, Ben Affleck, and then she was in Iron Man 3, mm-hmm. um, and I liked her in that a lot. So I've always, anything she shows up, I, I generally dig, and uh, so I liked her her role. Um, some people, what's interesting about this series and the actors they get, every movie uh, out of the series, they've had amazing casts, but sometimes it's like, oh, I like this person, but I don't like him in this movie, and it's it's it has to do with that, the, the bad story or writing sometimes, or like the silly plot points, and it's like what are they in like Godzilla King of the Monsters was almost like 
so silly, but they treated it really seriously sometimes, and that's why it mm-hmm. fell off. This one, I felt like they really did lean into, like, this is stupid and silly, and we know we're just trying to get these guys to fight, but we're going to give it yeah. an effort. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, uh, Alexander Skarsgård, I think, is an amazing actor. I did not like him in this very much. He's so, like, silly to me um, that I couldn't uh, really get a grip on his character. Like, maybe after a rewatch, I'll be better with that one or whatever. Um, and then Millie Bobby Brown is the big one to me. I love her in Stranger Things so much, and mm-hmm. I'm excited for whatever the rest of her career will bring. Um, but I, I I thought it was because of King of the Monsters and the bad writing that I just didn't really like her in that movie. But in this one, I'm like, I don't really think I... I, I don't. First off, I don't think I need your storyline. Just take yeah. out all of that stuff, even with mm-hmm. the podcaster and stuff. I don't really yeah. think it would change much. And uh, that stuff didn't really, like... Every time it cut to them, I'd be like, all right, whatever. Um, but, yeah, there's something... It's weird because, like you said, like, Brian Tyree Henry, I was like, oh, yeah, I love him. I, when you said that, I looked him up. I was like, oh, he's in so many things I love. But I didn't care for him in this. And, uh, and it, it, I think yeah. it boils down to the writing. Like, they were... They seem to be very clearly acting like the director wanted them to. Um, they're, they're better actors than they showed in these movies. But I thought mm-hmm. it was interesting... That I could love them in so many other things, and I'm like, well, they're okay, you know. Yeah. So, I, I what do you think about some of those people or any of the any of the cast? I kind of wonder if the the story that they've got is for like foreign audiences. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe it plays better to uh, an Asian market than it does here or whatever. I don't know, but I, I don't know. I, I don't care about the humans in these movies for You're the like, most I just part. Don't like, care about any of them. I, I really don't. Like, I understand that Godzilla and Kong can't speak verbally, so we have to have some type of person that helps mm. with that. So I think the little girl and then uh, fucking Maya Hansen from Iron Man Three. Um, yeah. I think they're important to have in this movie. Um, like, I don't know why Kyle Chandler is in this movie. Really? Yeah. Like, just was, to was he on set for like together. two days? Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, the guy from Fringe, yeah. Yeah, Like, yeah. I, I heard his voice. It's like, who is this rumble voice mm-hmm. dude? And then I saw him. I was like, what's he doing here? Yeah. And he, was in the, he was, like, in, in one dialogue exchange. And that was the I last time like, we saw him. Just one little scene. It's so weird. Yeah. 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 But uh, uh, I feel like he could have voiced Kong. You know, oh, yeah. He didn't have go. to put an effect on his voice. Yeah, like, at the end, Kong's just like, no. <laughs> move it back in. <laughs> To the Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah. Um, I thought Damien Bashir, he's like the, the leader of Apex. Um, mm-hmm. I like him generally and stuff I've seen him in. And uh, I thought he was good in this role because he did seem to ham it up in, the, in a good way to me. Um, that it's kind of like, he's like, I'm doing this for humanity. But also, like, I'm not really paying attention to if this is good for, like, well, should we do this or not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked him, you know? So uh, just some of those storylines I think could have been cut. Um, yeah with some of those people and it, and it really wouldn't, I don't think you would have noticed. Um, yeah. The, the thing with Isaac Gonzalez, first of all, hubba hubba. Um, I'm always happy to see her in yeah. anything. Um, she is straight up a super villain from the jump in this oh, yeah. fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like I didn't even catch like who she was the first time I watched this, mm. but the second time I picked up that it was like the daughter of oh, uh, the other guy, the, the main guy, yeah, right? Yeah. The, the, uh, the main villain Damien Bashir, yeah the apex um, guy yeah and I was like wow she's just not even trying to hide that she's just like ready to kill Kong on the battleship and then I don't know man she's too thirsty of a villain I think yeah I yeah mm-hmm. you could have cut her out too and I would have been like whatever yeah 
Mm-hmm. I just liked that. Um, I was thinking about her uh, as well because she's from um, Baby Driver. That's what I knew her yeah. from. And mm-hmm. I whenever I whenever she showed up, I was like, oh holy shit, I love this chick. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and she also was like really like hamming it up, but I didn't really feel like in a good way. Like, and I think yeah. again because it's like she just didn't need to be there. But uh, I did love. There's a part where like. Um, Kong puts his axe in the floor and the and the symbol or whatever to get power to like draw power and it all lights up and then they send that robot out there to get a sample and she's like clearly in the villain mode and she's like fuck you all we're getting our sample and then like immediately they try to fly away and he like crushes their ship and I was like yeah oh because they, they train <laughs> guns and everybody on the girl and yeah he gets mad at them whatever and I love that Kong was like protecting that girl um, mm-hmm. and then like immediately crushes him so it felt she was so over the top villainy that when she died so quickly, I was like, yeah, fuck you. And then they just moved <laughs> on and I didn't think that yeah. was fun. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's cool. Okay. And they can like do their own thing now, but, but yeah. also cut that out and it wouldn't have really mattered, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm kind yeah, of it. it just seems like extraneous, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, we, we got to have more story in this or whatever. Yeah. Which okay. It's fine. Look, <laughs> the end of this movie is worth it to me. <laughs> To like sit through some of it. No, if if I go back and rewatch this movie, I might like scrub through some of the like dialogue parts that mm-hmm. are uninteresting, like the conspiracy stuff. Again, I like all the stuff with the little girl and um, Rebecca Hall, but uh-huh. all the other stuff. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård. I don't know that I've ever seen him in a movie before. I okay. think he was like Tarzan not long ago, right? <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, Forgot and I like it, when I was researching King Kong versus Godzilla. I saw that there was also a King Kong versus Tarzan. I was like, how does that even work? So that's what they're so, they're introducing him for that. I get you. Could be. Yeah. Could be. It's gonna be a yeah. backdoor, backdoor sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, Shove some Q-tips in there. Yeah. yeah, he was on True Blood. That's what I knew him from mostly. And then, oh, okay. Um, he's like one of the the first like vampire villains they come across. Um, and so I, I liked him since those days. But um, mm. he's been in some other things that I've liked when he shows up, and uh, I think mostly TV, but. Um, like he's usually pretty like the roles I've seen him in are pretty serious and he's very good at them. So then mm-hmm. to see him in this one and he, I, I just didn't know, like I'd, I'd be curious to see his Tarzan just, just for the fact of like, how is he playing that character? Like, is it serious mm-hmm. in that movie or is it like, like fun or whatever? Um, I just didn't quite get him as like the, the adventurous hero in this mm-hmm. that they were trying to do eventually. Um, some parts were okay or whatever. And I do like him overall, but Mm-hmm. Um, and his storyline did, you know, obviously it was like parallel with, uh, Rebecca Hall's and the, and the little girl. So that's yep. the storyline. I think that, yeah, like you kind of said, was like the, the best one or whatever out of the humans. Um, so that worked for me with him. Now there's no post or mid credit scene after this I movie. Know. So once yeah. the credits roll, that's it. But I heard that Adam Wingard, like they shot a post credit scene, mm-hmm. but they were like, let's, just, we just need something at the end. So they incorporated it. Like to this movie. So I, I wonder if that's that hollow earth scene. And, um, speaking of Alexander Skarsgård, is there a reason why he's dressed like Marty McFly in that scene? Walking around with that, that red ass (laughs) vest. Oh yeah. It's like, is it like a puffy vest even? It is like a puffy vest. Yeah. That's a look that some people do. I don't think I could pull that off and I don't think I want to. I don't know. No. Yeah. It's a thing for people though, that Marty McFly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, Marty McFly, yeah. obviously, number one. Of course, yeah. Maybe he's just a big fan. He's like, well, I went through this adventure. I'm, yeah. I've earned this outfit. 
I feel like uh, going back to Iron Man 3, do you remember the Tony has to get in the news van and that guy has the, the beard that he's like shaped like Tony's and he's like mm-hmm. all excited. He's like, oh, look at my tattoo. And he's like, he like makes fun or whatever. Uh, I feel like that guy had a puffy vest as well that I'm remembering. And uh, mm, okay. it's just a look that, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a look, but I, I don't think I could pull it off. Do you think that's in Rebecca Hall's contract? It's like Probably. she has to work with a guy in a puppy <laughs> vest? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just following her around. Hmm. Could be. Maybe she had like a crush on uh, uh, Michael Fox. J. Fox. Michael J. Fox back in the day. Yeah. She's like, look, I'm going to make this stream a reality for myself, you know? If I'm going to be on set, I'm going to be looking at something pretty. Get a puffy that's vest right. out. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about uh, Mecha Godzilla <laughs> or. There's, there's some weird dialogue in this where it's like Brian Tyree Henry, Henry is like, it's yeah. Robo Godzilla. And then it's like, no, it's Mecha Godzilla. It's like, well, why did why is that a choice? Why don't I just have yeah. the Kiwi dude be like, it's Mecha Godzilla or whatever? Yeah, I didn't you know, know. Like, why even why yeah. even take a trip down the Robo Godzilla lane? <laughs> yeah. You know, I was thinking, too, I, I thought about this. Uh, mechas are specifically robots that are piloted from a cockpit. So, but that kid didn't see any of that yet, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he just saw, they all just saw Mechagodzilla. He didn't know anybody was doing that. So, like, that line, like, literally makes no sense. It yeah. is a robot, but it is a mecha, but he didn't know that. So, no. why would he say that? Yeah, that, that line was very bad. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny, because even talking about it now, I feel like uh, I, I keep being like, oh, I didn't like this, I didn't like this. I loved every part of this movie. If, if yeah. we didn't have a podcast and didn't just kind of nitpick things, like just for the fun of it, whatever, good and bad, mm-hmm. uh, I'd be like, whatever, it was great. Um, yeah. And th- there, there are definitely things that, you know, I didn't love or whatever, but I really had the most fucking fun watching this movie. I'm so glad you watched right. it twice. I'm like, yeah. I want to watch it all over again. It was a blast. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I just want to put that out there too, that uh, I'll, I'll, I will nitpick the shit out of some of the things like that line was stupid. But, uh, mm-hmm. man, it was just still so much fucking fun. Well, look, there's stuff to nitpick, but there's also so much stuff to enjoy about this movie. But a lot of it is just like, uh, they fight real good. And yeah, it's like, fun. what do you say about it? <laughs> and they punch each other, and they shoot him with his fire mouth. Yeah. And it's, it's, a, it's a real hoot. Like, there's only so much we can say <laughs> yeah. about that, other than it's just like, oh, it was cool to see. I liked it. Yep. The well, punch you- fighting is great. I've never seen better punch fighting. <laughs> In the beginning, like you had mentioned, the, they start on Kong, and he's just, like, chilling on his island, having a good time. Mm-hmm. He takes a, a, a shower and a waterfall. Um, yeah. He's just, like, it was just so fun to me. Um, like, I loved that opening, and uh, I bring that up again because I started to write a note about it, and I was like, really what I want to do is lean over to my best friend sitting next to me watching this and be like, oh, my God, that was that was so funny, or that's going to be amazing, like... And I was like, mm-hmm. if I do this, I'm going to it's going to be like super bad all over again. I'm going to write so many notes mm-hmm. that it's going to be hard to like talk about. So I didn't write any notes and I'm glad Same. it's just kind of flowed here. Right. But mm-hmm. I'm like, there are a lot of things that uh, during those fights, there were tons of little things that I was like, oh, my God, that was so cool looking that. Oh, that was so neat. But I'm mm-hmm. not going to sit here and like go through all of them. You know, it would have been cool to experience it with someone and talk about it yeah. or whatever. But it's different on here. So, yeah, it's you, you kind of have to talk about other things than just like the fighting was really cool you know yeah, yeah it was exactly. really fucking cool and the effects well, were I mean, great so yeah like uh mecha godzilla i thought looked cool for the most part like i like the his little like spines on his back and yeah. i thought the the head design was cool but 
especially compared to American fat ass Godzilla uh, that we've designed. <laughs> um, he looks so skinny. He did look like, skinny. Yeah. Mecha Godzilla needs a sandwich. You know, he's probably hangry. Mm, that's, that's probably what why. happened. That's um, why he took over. He's like, no one's feeding me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is hard. <laughs> Tired. Was, was that meant? So they have like the skull, one of the skulls from Ghidorah, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that they're like operating, they've like computerized sort of like an interface and that, that guy that's created it is like the the VR mask looking thing on to control Mechagodzilla. And then he like, when they get the power in there, he's like overloaded and like electrocuted to death or whatever. And then they're like, it's kind of gone rogue. But was it meant to be like Ghidorah is basically like his brain is, is controlling this now? Or was I- it just kind of taken over randomly? I've seen this movie twice. It didn't make sense to me either time. I was just like, okay, whatever. Fuck it. Um, but they they mentioned that that skull, even though it's hollowed out and there's no brain in it, I guess yeah. there's enough psychic residue. Mm-hmm. That's right. And they, they briefly mentioned that like Ghidorah's necks were so long that it would take forever for a signal from the brain to get to the body to like do stuff or something mm-hmm. or communicate with the other brain. So it communicated instead of neurally, it was like telepathically. So yeah. like, okay, but you still kind of need a brain to do that, uh, to my knowledge. But hmm. again, it's a space monster who fucking knows. Yeah. So, there you go. So somehow they plug in all of these like neon, uh, acid trip tubes mm. into this pilot's brain and he can control Mechagodzilla for a little bit. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then there's a new tube. A new tube emerges and plugs into the ass port of Ghidorah's skull and then fries everything else. Oh, is that what so happened? then I don't know. I must have missed that. Um, see, there you go. And I, I, if you rewatch this, uh, <laughs> see if you can figure it out because I don't understand. I looked at the Wikipedia page like briefly on uh-huh. it and it's like, oh, and then Mechagodzilla becomes. Alive or whatever. Yeah. I don't I don't know. Um, not a great explanation, but again, mostly don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So when uh uh Mechagodzilla just becomes like its own thing, I like that better because I would prefer it just be like a almost a force of nature, like Godzilla himself, you know? Yeah. And it just is there to kick ass and, and take names. So it kind of works that way, yeah. Yeah, it's so like, it don't pay attention. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't like, yeah, focus on it too much. I didn't realize yeah. too. I was trying to read in the I have the Wikipedia app. So as you were talking, I was like, yeah, where, what do they say about that real quick? But mm-hmm. um, it says that uh, it was the guy in control of that uh, was Ren Sirizawa, who was the son of Ashiro Sirizawa, the guy who blew himself up to awaken Godzilla in the last movie. Really? So okay. he's supposed to be his son. I don't remember that at all, but that's cool connection yeah you know uh, well that's the thing about humans in these movies i don't know anyone's names yeah, really exactly i don't know <laughs> yeah. it doesn't matter to me yeah. that's true that's true and it's hard yeah they're like clearly this is the same last name and you're like i never knew the first guy's name so yeah i know no idea yeah, yeah i'm with you there i'm with you there mm-hmm. um what else was i going to say um oh so with that though with that neural mm-hmm. network um not being a huge fan of godzilla and stuff the the first movie that I think I really loved for Kaiju was Pacific Rim. And mm-hmm. I love like that movie's grown on me so much over time to where I really truly love that movie now. And I watch it like fairly often. So um mm-hmm. I kept thinking about that during this one and then whenever they did that scene I was like, oh man, you need another pilot. The neural load's gonna be way too much for one pilot. <laughs> 
And then when it happened and like they, they he just like took over kind of naturally mm. or whatever. And then the pilot was like killed. I was like, yeah, he couldn't handle the neural load. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was interesting because uh, one of the things we'll, we'll talk about now or soon is, is like mm. where this could go sequel wise or if they'll do anything. But um, I've heard like a, a rumor that um, uh, God damn it. Now I'm forgetting his name who directed Pacific Rim. Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> God, no, uh, Guillermo, yeah, Guillermo del Toro. I'd heard him, oh, him say that, that he would close. love to do like a crossover of Pacific Rim and Godzilla. That'd be fucking rad, right? And Holy I would shit. totally love that. So mm-hmm. I started thinking about that because this this movie reminded me a little bit of that one because uh, there's there's story that I like in the Pacific Rim world, like in that thing, mm-hmm. the monsters come from the the Pacific Rim or whatever. They come like one at a time and then like we destroy them. Like they go through this whole thing in the beginning. Like we destroyed the first one, but it wrecked this fucking city. And then we all like rebuilt the world, you know, and then like another one happened and it destroyed another city. And then we eventually realized like they're going to keep coming. So we built these big mecha, these huge creatures, like these huge, you know, robots, whatever to fight them. And, and I thought it was such a cool story. There's like parts where they're like trying to build giant walls, which don't work, uh, because walls mm-hmm. don't work. Um, mm-hmm. To like keep the well, how stuff. are you going to keep the bad monsters out, Stephen? <laughs> Build a bigger wall. I guess Just so. Keep building that wall. That's right. Um, so in this so one, it's like a like, giant fence, like poking up out of Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> it just keeps going, and then like yeah. uh, Ghidorah two just comes down through the fence. He's like, "Fuck you guys!" Yeah, we have a ladder <laughs> and wings. Guys, we have wings. We can just get over that fence. Yeah, we, we just fly. Uh, you know what? They just built it vertically. They didn't widen it. We can just walk around. It's just really stupid. <laughs> just walk around it. It's it just, just really looks like tall. It looks like Earth has a weird popsicle stick sticking out of it. It's bizarre. I don't know what the point was. Man, uh, so I, I loved thinking about while watching this movie. I loved thinking about like how would the world, how did the world in this series react to Godzilla and then the rest of the creatures, and blah blah blah. And they really spent time, you know, kind of building up more than like the one Pacific Rim movie that exists because there's not a second one. Wink. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, the world building they could do in one movie versus four, you know? Um, so I was like, in this one, there's, like, parts they, they, like, Godzilla starts to come back and he, like, attacks that Apex facility. And they're all kind of, like, there's all these, like, sirens going on. But, like, basically the world seems to have just kind of moved on. Like, they don't really mm-hmm. do much. And I thought that was an interesting juxtaposition with uh, Pacific Rim where, like, at the end of Godzilla versus Kong, like... They fucking destroyed Hong Kong, right? There's tons of people oh, that yeah. live there. Mm-hmm. And there doesn't seem to be as much effects on, like, what would the human response be to that? So I would love that crossover. I don't know how they would make that work or whatever, but uh, I just thought it was interesting. I liked watching this one and kind of being like, how did the world react to this and you know, versus that one? So mm-hmm. it was fun for me. It, isn't there, like, a portal thing for Pacific Rim? I've only seen the movie once. I need mm-hmm. to go back and rewatch it. Yeah, they, um, yeah. There's like a portal yeah. from another dimension or uni- or whatever, some somewhere. Yeah, that they're being like another dimension. In. Yeah, what? Another dimension? Yeah, another dimension. Another dimension. Another dimension. <laughs> another dimension. Another dimension. Beastie Boys, right? Um, so, <laughs> so I was so lost. I didn't know. What now I'm like, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, he's having a seizure. Uh, yeah, I was okay. Like- <laughs> just let him. Just let him work through it. He still has flashing lights. He'll be fine. Oh my god. Just let him do his thing. Um, yeah, I would love to see that. Like any any type of uh, giant monsters fighting robots. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but you want to cross this over with Transformers? Sure. Fuck oh. it. Wow. Hey, yeah. you know what? If you decide to do that, don't even fuck with the story. I don't care. <laughs> if you do None that of one. us care. 
You know what? You know what this feels like? It feels like to me, especially when I watched it the first time, I, it was it just felt so good. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like even my problems with the story or whatever, like I'm more than capable of looking past all that. It just felt good to watch this movie. Yep. And I don't know if it's because of the pandemic and just wanting to watch something that's just pure entertainment. You know, it's mm. it just felt good. It felt like humanity has been rewarded with this movie <laughs> in a way. That's, like, honestly, that's how I that's truly feel. It is. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, look, we can all come together. Let's watch these fucking <laughs> CGI creatures fight each other. And then, like, it's fine. It just... We can all just like take a two hour break and enjoy this movie mm-hmm. or whatever. And I understand it's not everybody's cuppa, but you know what? It works for me. It helps me get through life for yep. this two hour chunk. It just felt good. Um, that I, is a good way I, to say it. Yeah. It felt good to watch this movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, before we talk about like what they could do in the future, I do have a question mm-hmm. regarding like, why do you think Godzilla didn't kill Kong in that final battle? Because Godzilla was like, oh, there's still 20 minutes of this movie left? Yeah, I think he... Well, man, you saw his watch. Yeah, um, that's right. It was uh, the Timex. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they spent a lot of time on that. Um, so I think that he probably just saw that and was like, I mean, I I don't want to go back yet, you know? Yeah. Um, I got a little bit... I have pizza rolls in the oven, but they still have 20 minutes left. <laughs> yeah. So, you know... That's a lot of pizza rolls. Yeah, big oven. You're cooking those pizza rolls for 20 minutes? They're going to be hot when he eats them. <laughs> Such, you have to imagine they're much bigger pizza rolls, so they take a lot, oh, okay, a lot more time true. to heat up into the center. Yeah, okay. You know, so that's why. That, this makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when you say oven, he's just like putting them in an active volcano, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. He has to get back to that volcano where they're cooking, though. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, people might might die, and mm-hmm. he doesn't want that. He wants to eat them. Yeah. You know, Godzilla's so like, that's right, I put them in this active <laughs> volcano. <laughs> Mount Everest, and somebody's like, "It's a hill!" He's like, "God damn it!" It's and Hugh Grant's like, "Hello." <laughs> Let them fight. <laughs> oh, so stupid! I love it. <laughs> but uh, but it's kind of weird. Like, was it a respect thing? Is that why Godzilla was just like, "I could crush your chest yeah. right now," but okay, like, okay, yeah. Respect. Is that when I'm trying to? Because I've only seen the ones, and I don't really mm-hmm. remember that, like the details of that scene or whatever. But I feel like yeah. he was starting to do that. Is that when Mecha Godzilla kind of awoke, and maybe he like sensed it, like he was early in the A- movie? After that, so they fought. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Godzilla was like scratching <laughs> at at Kong's chest, and eventually just oh, like yeah, that was gross. Uh, stomped on it a couple of times, yeah. but like then they yelled in each other's faces. Oh and yeah, and um. Godzilla was just like, all right, like I, I could kill you, but I'm not, son. Mm-hmm. So he just like kind of backs up and then starts to walk away. And that's when yeah. Godzilla was like, but I'm red, you know, <laughs> I'd have to go back and watch it. Yeah, to see what I think. I didn't really notice it so much um, that it was like him like backing off or whatever. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'd have to like kind of revisit it and see. But um, kind of like. Uh, it's like we were saying before, like when you first think about it, you're like, there's no way God, like King Kong's going to win this because he's just like totally mm-hmm. outgunned. Um, yeah. And so I, I, I liked that Godzilla does basically win the fight. Like, in, yeah, with that, that makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. But then it's like, there's some reason he's not. And then they kind of team up for this other thing. And I'm like, I was just 
glad that you know King Kong was still I it, I don't know like I didn't think either of them were ever gonna die in this movie I guess mm-hmm. I thought they were both gonna live um, and mm-hmm. maybe because I did hear rumblings of the Mechagodzilla thing I figured they would probably team up whatever but I'm, sure. I'm really yeah. glad that neither of them died you know like that seems like it'd be a shame um, yeah they can fight and, and have a winner but much like boxing most people don't die yeah. mm. so interesting I just I've never seen a boxing match I just assume they kill the person afterward oh. or Mike Tyson eats them I don't know <laughs> George Foreman cooks him up on his grill. <laughs> I, I I do not know. I don't know. And Tyson's like, mm, this is good. This, it's yeah. pretty good right now. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go get a fish cat. So uh, when okay, so one thing I think that they do really well with these like two CGI monsters that can't like verbally speak is like you root for them, you know, mm-hmm. kind of either way, but realistically, like we've discussed multiple times on this episode. Uh, Godzilla does and should win. Just mm-hmm. makes sense. He's he's overpowered. Fine. But then, like, your main hero that you've been following for the movie, that you're emotionally invested in, King Kong, or Kong, I should say. <laughs> Don't want to get sued. Um, <laughs> he starts to die, gets resurrected by the humans, so that, that part comes into play. Okay, humans have some use. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. Mm-hmm. You, you stay in the movie, I guess. Um he comes back and you have that like that emotional like victory of like oh good our hero isn't dead mm-hmm. and not only that but then Kong essentially kills Mechagodzilla with the help of Godzilla you know mm-hmm. and the uh, the humans that like short circuit Mechagodzilla a little bit yeah by pouring whiskey on a console panel plot, maybe, plot points are maybe start there uh, when when <laughs> the the Kiwi guy was like. Oh, let me see if I can crack the password. I'm like, really? Yeah. You try to crack the password? First of all, you're going to get like three attempts, and then you're locked the fuck out. <laughs> so how's this going to work? I love when uh, he was like, I took one HTML course at, at summer camp. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to give you great uh, Brian Tyree Henry's character was like, was this a, a 90s camp that you went to? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, um, but yeah, like it, it was through like, it was like a team effort, essentially, to take down Mechagodzilla. But it was a team effort, you Kong, could say. Kong, Kong is the one that like uh, uh, struck that final blow and like ripped its head off. Yeah, in victory, you know. So it was rad. We, we get that that sense of Kong being victorious in a, a different way. Yeah, maybe he couldn't best Godzilla, but he is the one that you know struck that final blow, took out Mechagodzilla, and then he was like, Ugh, "I could use a nap." Yeah, and then Godzilla walks over, yells at him. He's like, oh shit, here we go. Let me let me put, prop myself up in this chair. <laughs> and then they were just like, okay. It's nice working with you. Um I'm gonna go back out to sea for a little bit. I've got some pizza rolls cooking. Mm. Do you do you like pizza rolls? You can't swim. Uh, oh, okay. It's too bad. Well, that's hey, if you're ever in the ocean, like deep <laughs> in it. Let me know. Hook me up, you know. Hook me up, yeah. I got a place for you to crash. We'll play Fine. some cards, you yeah. know. Have, make a night of it. I don't know. Do you know Canasta? <laughs> I've got Uno. Oh, I could imagine playing Uno. We could do Slapjack, but it's really going to fuck some shit up. And I look, like, I'm looking around here. I'm a little bit embarrassed. There's a lot of damage. It wasn't me. It was mostly you. But still, I'm going to I'm gonna go. They're going to hand me a dustpan. I mm. don't want to fuck with it. Yeah, so. you don't want part of that. Mm. I, yeah. I would have loved, you know, he. you learn that Kong can talk through sign language, um, mm-hmm. but I would have loved if at the end of the movie they both just looked at each other and they were just like, 
Like, you know, like in a fucking Ninja Turtles 2, when they're like, Mama. I wish they, I wish they were like, Friend. And they just hugged it out, you know? For no reason, Shredder shows up on screen. He's like, They're all stupid. Babies. <laughs> When I'm watching my uh, my niece Rory, I, I realized yeah. I started doing that like once a week. Uh, I'll just be joking around with her and I'll be like, baby. <laughs> and I always always put my hands up like Shredder and stuff, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. Hell yeah. Fuck Good yeah. stuff. So, yeah, that, that, that would have been fun. Uh, had they, you know, had we known they could have worked it out, mm-hmm. actually been bros at the end of that. But, well, you know, sorry. you never know. You never know what's going to happen yep. next. Uh, surely, with the success of this film, I guess it was like breaking records post-COVID mm-hmm. yeah. in uh, in China for, for this movie. So it seems like it's going to be a roaring success. And I, mm-hmm. it seems like the co-workers I've spoken with uh, who watched this movie, you know, last week, they enjoyed it as well. So it seems like it's, it's fairly successful. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many people are, like, becoming new subscribers to HBO Max uh, to it, watch yeah. this or how the box office here in America or the western side of the planet are... Uh, like what those box office numbers are looking like, but all uh, all the information I'm hearing, it sounds like it's positive, and uh, it seems like they could continue the MonsterVerse uh, going forward if they chose to do so. Yeah. Um, but it's assuming like, that, not, yeah. Assuming that they do, like, what would you want to see next? See, I don't know. You've actually kind of sold me on this, that this is like a real good culmination of this, these four oh, movies. Oh, that's good. Because I work for the studio, oh. so it's important to me. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, um, I because uh, I don't uh, not having enough history with these. I, I heard some other people being like, like on Twitter, they were like, "Bring on fucking Mecha Ghidorah!" Like, I just want to see all of it. Yeah. Like, uh, they could do tons of shit. I imagine creatures that I'd never heard of, um, mm-hmm. you know, doing all kinds of cool stuff or whatever. But I do feel mm-hmm. kind of like this was a, a good ending to it. Um, I feel like though, like you said, like the box office, I imagine they're gonna look at it and just be like. This would have been even bigger had there not been a pandemic, mm-hmm. and this got people excited. If we can bring that same level of quality, people will really get into it for the next one. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I am kind of just I'm, I'm kind of content with the ones we have, and uh, as a series, and I, I kind of like that as it is. Um, so I don't I really don't even know where they would go besides doing crossover things that would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would totally watch another one if they made it though. They're they're yeah. always interesting to watch if they're not always good, you know. So yeah. Sure. I want to see like, like I want them to cross over again, but not now. You know, mm-hmm. I want them to each have another standalone movie and then maybe like cross back over. Yeah. So like the next Godzilla movie is King of the Monsters, right? He's the ruler of or all of these creatures. So now he's like, this is cool because I like lord over all of these, but they're really just like getting on my nerves and like mm. having to work. <sighs> As a ruler, yeah, and like having to listen to all these arguments and everything, and I like I'm just too tired to kill all of them, mm-hmm. you know. I just really want to be back out there. I want to be a free agent again. Yeah. So Godzilla has to disguise himself, like wear a giant mustache oh, and a, the, okay. you know those fake glasses with the fake nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Walk around with one of those. <laughs> Nothing to see here, boys. I'm going out to sea for a while. Um, you know, something like that. So it seems like, like it would make sense. Godzilla goes on vacation. Godzilla goes on vacation. Ooh, yeah, I like that. He like goes yeah. to to France. He's like eating baguettes and mm-hmm. drinking drinking uh, coffee. Merlot. What? 
I was like in Merlot, you know, oh, yeah. in wine country. Yeah. I imagine like at a, outside of a, a cafe in the morning, you know, he's like got his, mm-hmm. his glasses and mustache nose combo on. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got like a baguette under his arm. You know, he's just, he's just enjoying the day smoking a cigarette. He's got mm-hmm. a beret on. <laughs> he's wearing mime makeup yeah. for no reason. <laughs> he's got a striped white and black shirt. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mime Godzilla is my favorite. Um, visually, I think there would be something cool if you like got Godzilla out into like Egypt or a desert or something like that oh, okay. and had him fight something out there. Different, I think that would different be pretty neat. setting. Yeah, look kind yeah. of fun. Made him hmm. make him fight a, a sphinx or something. Oh wow! Oh, that'd be kind of fun. But, but just like the structure, not like an actual sphinx like come to life. It's just like <laughs> he, just, he just gets mad at architecture. This is sand. <laughs> Where's his nose? Um. And then for like Kong, I think there's you could do something with him like being the king of uh well, I was gonna say Middle Earth, but that's a mm. different thing. Uh Hollow Earth. Yeah. And uh, you know, just taking taking stuff there. And then like yeah. at the end of that movie, he gets bored. He's like, I just wanna go back to being a free agent as well. So then they mm. like both characters, they meet up in the middle. And it's just like the next crossover movie. It's just them hanging out in that screensaver like vacuum. Oh yeah. That sounds lovely. Playing Canasta, you know, possibly Uno. They can play Slapjack there. It's fine. So you could do like a series of films where it's like Godzilla vacations and then King Kong is the ruler and then he also wants a vacation and then they become like in the later years, it's like a grumpy old man situation. Yes, exactly. And yeah. they, like they're retired mm-hmm. and they're like, man, back in our day, we used to just be able to crush cities. Mm-hmm. And then they go, they come back for one last job and they do a heist <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna steal yeah. the Sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> Lift with your legs. I'm trying. Oh no! I sat on a pyramid. Yeah, <laughs> not again. There's so many jokes that could be floated through that. You know? Oh, so. Zill. Here we go. <laughs> no, I think it would be cool to uh, have Godzilla show up on uh, Hollow Earth, like he, because mm-hmm. we, we haven't seen that side of it. You know? Yeah. So he shows up. Nick Fury's there. Recruits both of them. Oh, of course. Yeah. And then Tobey Maguire shows up as Spider-Man, and he's like, you have to come with me. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make sense, but okay, I guess. Do you have these film rights? You can just do this? All right. Fuck it. You can do whatever the fuck you want, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, think we're gonna, I think we've mapped out some good sequels. That they, you know, some I options, so. at least yeah. for them. It's um, a nine-movie series. Yeah. Make it happen. Dom Toretto's in it. I was literally just thinking of that. <laughs> when you said nine, I was like, oh, well, we got a nine pretty soon. Yeah. So, hell yeah. Fuck mm. yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, we've all joked about like, uh, I guess Fast and Furious 10 would be the one that would go to space. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if they do like a, a, a Planet of the Apes situation where he goes into space and then there's like some weird, you know, time loop vortex thing he gets mm-hmm. into? Not loop, but, you know, time displacement thing. And then uh, mm-hmm. he shows up on this earth. You know, like oh, that's that's eleven. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so ten is space. At the end of that, mm-hmm. like you said, he comes back to oh. Earth. Yeah, with Godzilla, and it's Kaiju Earth. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna teach these guys about family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's like a scene in the movie where all these uh, helicopters are carrying giant Corona beers. <laughs> 
It's like a giant six pack, except one of them is missing. <laughs> Dominic Toretto is like swimming to the bottom of one, and then you see the liquid drain from it because he's like drinking all of the Corona into his body. Oh, I thought I imagined him like he's like the the worm in tequila, and they were gonna drink him. <laughs> You get like a giant bottle of Corona with a, with a Toretto inside. <laughs> yeah. A Toretona. Oh, mm. man. Well, I'm really mm. excited for the, where this is headed, you know. Sky's the limit, guys. Um, it truly is. Going. It truly is. Uh, honestly, if they're going to space, that's not even a limit anymore. Yeah, I mean, you know, um, you know honestly, one of the things uh, I like about sci-fi, or I would love to see more in sci-fi, I guess, is like we have a lot of <clears throat> aliens coming to Earth type of thing. Like, and in this, mm-hmm. we had like Ghidorah, who we found out was like an alien creature that came to Earth. Um, I've always liked the idea of like let's take the fight to them sort of situation, which yeah. I, I don't see a lot in sci-fi. But it's like they they almost get there at the end of se- you know at the end of a movie like um, leading up to a sequel, like the last Independence Day. They were like let's take the fight to them, and there probably won't be because they didn't make a lot of money. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I would like to see that. So you could have all new planets really involved. You could have Godzilla goes out into space mm-hmm. and uh, and fights, you know, goes to Ghidorah's old planet or whatever. And there's like more monsters there. Like they really do have like so many options. I, I know a lot of it's like Earth based and that's kind of where like the metaphor lies and stuff. And now they have the hollow Earth, mm-hmm. but um, they could bring other other alien creatures in. They could send him out. He become an astronaut with a giant helmet. You know, I don't know. Hell yeah. Lots of options, so... <laughs> Helmet only, rest of his body totally unprotected by the... <laughs> by space. Well, but there's no evidence that he has a dick. So he's safe there, at least, you know? Um, King Kong as well. Kong, I, mm-hmm. I, I kept waiting for that swinging schlong from Kong. Yep. Wasn't there. That's mm-hmm. all right, you know? The effects budget was probably a little small for this one. Couldn't uh, do anything you needed to do. Size matters. Size, you know? uh, yeah. For a Kong mm-hmm. schlong. Size matters. Yep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, well, I'm yeah. trying to think. I, there wasn't a whole lot more I, I really had to say about it. What about you? No, I think that's we've kind of touched on everything yep. that we wanted to, or like all the big stuff. Like it's it's a big like popcorn action movie. Yeah, is, is what it is. Really so like fun. action is great. The character like the CGI designs are yep. great. Like all the special effects look really good. Hollow Earth looks cool. Like. All of that stuff is there. The spectacle is is there. Like yeah. the human characters are kind of like hit and miss, but like it's kind of par for the course for these mm-hmm. uh, these newer MonsterVerse films. So yeah, yeah. And, uh, I think, like you said, it's it's maybe pandemic related that it's just like something is just really good because it's just like fuck, I got something to you know turn my brain off for a little bit. But yeah, uh, I do think that this was worth the hype. Um, oh yeah, definitely. You know? So. Uh, for for being you know the 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 two big guys going at it finally, mm-hmm. I think it really worked out. So I was certainly happy I, with it. I think if the movie was like the two of them fighting and then like mid fight Mecha Godzilla shows up and then they decide to team up, mm-hmm. it, I wouldn't like it as much because we wouldn't have a definitive winner. Yeah. That makes however, sense. however, if there was a scene where it's like Godzilla and Kong fight. And then they like fight so hard they get real close and they just start making oh, out. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That'd be fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, I did see someone online. They were like, "These guys are trying not to kiss so bad." <laughs> and, I, and it was before I finished it as well. And I was like, "Man, I'm really excited to see what happens." And it, it was before they like I got to see them yell at each other. And mm. I was like, I felt like, um, do you remember in? Uh, have you seen Twenty Two Jump Street? I was just <laughs> going to mention this. Why are, you, are, are we gonna fuck? <laughs> 
Are we fighting or kissing? What are we doing here? <laughs> That's how I felt. Yeah, watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe that would have been the first time we would have just seen both of their boners, boners just grow together, you know? Oh, my God. Opposite each other. And then, and then there would have been a thunderclap heard around the world. Oh, my God. Fuck wow. yeah. Wow. And they would have woken up the mother boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Warner Brothers, you're killing it. This it all ties together. We see. I see what you did, releasing these so close to each other. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, it's related. Hey, it's I, all related. I, I, w- <clears throat> I will give Warner Brothers some credit. Like uh, the Snyder Cut came out on like a Thursday, and then that next day on Friday, Falcon and the Winter Soldier came out. Mm-hmm. And while people are talking about it and seem to like the show, I do feel like a lot of the pop culture discussion here recently has been over the Snyder Cut sure. directly into uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Mm-hmm. So congrats to them for doing that. Yeah. Like, that's pretty impressive to, uh, you know, to overtake a Disney Plus show like uh, yeah. The Mandalorian or WandaVision. But um, I mean, I do like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, though. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, the the two, like, I mean, people were waiting for the Snyder Cut for so long, and obviously those mm-hmm. characters are so big, and then Godzilla and Kong, and then coming together and fighting each other, like, that's been mm-hmm. such a big thing. So they really did release them kind of, like, sandwiched around that show coming out, like, kind of did eclipse any talk of that mm-hmm. so much. So, um, yeah. I did, uh, I've been watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier as well. I won't mention a ton about it, but... Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> They had that latest scene, and they go. I can't remember what the city's called. They go to the city, whatever, and it's mostly neon. And then I watched. Oh, Madripoor. Yeah, Madripoor. And then I watched yeah. Godzilla versus Kong, which is mostly neon. And there was a oh, part yeah. because I had split them up, and I watched some of Winter Soldier between that and whatever. I when, last night when I was watching it, I was like, "Well, didn't they go visit that guy? That there was like a person there they went to see, right?" I was like, "Oh my god, that was fucking Falcon!" Like I really, <laughs> my brain crossed them over into the same yeah. city. And I was like, it kind of works. It looks pretty similar. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it did kind of fuck with me a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. But like, I, uh, I, I, yeah. I watched Godzilla versus Kong, and then I was like, I feel like there's something else. Like, it was on Friday when I finished I was uh, like, I feel like there's something else I was going to watch. I don't know. I guess I'll go to bed. <laughs> oh, it's Falcon. Oh, wait. I didn't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been, it's been good. I don't like it as much as WandaVision yet, but I also feel like WandaVision took a few episodes to understand what was going on, and I feel like we're just getting there now with... Uh, falcon winter soldier so um mm-hmm. i'm excited to see where they go with it but uh yeah we'll have much to talk about that later on as well so yeah and so, uh, yeah. i guess as we finish the show we'll probably do an episode where we touch on that mm-hmm. so yeah cool. sure. all right well um let's see i don't have my script in front of me so nothing means anything and i don't know what to say but if you'd like to rate and review us you can do that on your favorite <laughs> podcast app we'd appreciate it um and you can contact us to tell us anything email uh twitter instagram that kind of stuff uh, all the infos in the show notes below so uh brent i had a hell of a lot of fun watching this movie and then talking about it with you uh someday it'd be really fun to fucking watch this together uh, on the yeah. big screen um i really think it'd be pretty epic i think even hector our friend we mentioned earlier from uh, mind grenade mm-hmm. i think he mentioned something this morning on twitter about seeing this in imax and how how epic it was and i was like oh man that sounds oh, wow really fucking cool so yeah. uh yeah so uh, someday that'd be great um uh, but man it was a blast uh, anything else for you no i think i'm good sweet well uh until next time everybody i'm steven i'm brent and let's talk later <laughs> quit being off
God, I hurt your chest. Right? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> hollow Earth, I got a hollow chest. <laughs> she really get that checked out. That's... <laughs> My doctor, who's Big Bird, said it's okay, it's common, <laughs> oh, okay, to have cool. hollow bones and a, and a chest that's empty, just full on. Not bad. He said my cloaca is doing great. Oh, cool, cool. It's always good. Yeah. He's like, you normally come when you shit, right? And I'm like, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Well, I'm always. trying to, so, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I'm very good at it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Record. Okay. We are recording. Um, Steven, have you ever done that thing where you make yourself a bowl of cereal and then you slice up a banana and put that in the mm. cereal? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Do. Yeah. That's like a classic thing to do, you know? Yeah. If you, uh, occasionally people will sprinkle some like blueberries or raspberries in a bowl of mm-hmm. cornflakes, but like it's nothing better than a banana sliced up and added to whatever cereal. It doesn't matter. Like I'll, I'll do it in some like shredded mini wheats. Oh, Frosted, really? of course. Uh, or maybe some I, I threw that in some Lucky Charms not long ago as wow. well. So it's, there's a lot of variance there. But can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine being a, a type of person that's like, well, I don't have any cereal, but I do have a banana and a knife and some milk. So I'm just going to slice up a banana, it, throw it in this bowl, <laughs> and then pour some milk on Wait. it. <laughs> Has this happened? No, I don't know. Probably in oh, the okay. course of human history it's happened. Sure. Maybe it happened back in like Caesar times, and that's why he got fucking... Yacked like oh, he did, wow. but you know. <laughs> he ate a banana and cold milk, and we killed it's him. It's weird. <laughs> he didn't even have kicks. The worst cereal. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I uh, I thought for a second you were gonna say that uh, your wife Alfonso had um, mm-hmm. had done that or something. Ribeiro? You know? No, no, yeah. no. She would she would never. But. I don't think she's one to like slice up a, a banana and put it in her cereal anyway. Oh, really? so she's like on the other end of the psychopath level. But there you go. I'm, I'm sure there's been somebody who's just like sliced up a banana and be like, "Well, it's good oh. with like when it's cereal and you put milk on it." I'll just do that. I'll just do. I'll just cut out the cereal middleman of it. No crunch though, you know. That's kind of the the thrill of it, I think. Otherwise, yeah. I don't know. If you froze that. Mm-hmm. You know, put some milk on it and froze it, and you're, like, trying to make healthy ice cream. Like, I know people just mash up bananas, and they, like, make, quote-unquote, ice cream out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe? Like, I could, I, I like bananas and, like, just plain vanilla ice cream, but there's so much more sugar and stuff in that. It's, like, a whole thing. I don't, I don't know about just milk. Mm-hmm. I know a couple try of, it. I know a couple of DJs who like to mash up bananas. That's, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool little <laughs> banana mashup like that. You know? <laughs> mixing, that? It up with, mixing it up with Elvis Presley. Lady Gaga. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I do love a good mashup. Up, you got to turn up the fader on on the banana. You know, mm. make sure it's plugged in. <laughs> Got the aux cords going. <laughs> no one that, likes this yeah, whole this thing. Is, this quickly ran out of steam. <laughs> <laughs> you know but, what though? You did make me think mm. of. I do like uh, banana milk. Like like they used to make. I think we might have talked about this before. There's like Nesquik makes chocolate and strawberry and they used to make banana and they brought it back um but i could only get it like from like the uk or something like that i had to buy it online um but i do love like a good banana milk so interesting hey you know what we have a hookup in the uk maybe dave roberts can ship over some banana nesquik for you that milk Mm -hmm. Mm. i was when you said banana milk i was like so they milking these bananas titties (laughs) like where's this milk coming from <laughs> just the teeny tiny man. Yeah. Oh, you can milk like anything bananas. with nibbles. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just like a half banana kind of sticking out. Yeah. All the way down the other banana. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. You got to grab the banana by the udders, okay? You just work from top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a, it's a sexy sexy thing to think about, obviously, that that's how the banana milk would get made. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I have to watch the how, to, how It's Made YouTube channel and find it out. Yeah. Because I want to see a, I want to see this happen, you know? Hear this 78-year-old man's voice talk about, like, <laughs> making number two pencils and then on the next segment, milking a banana. Banana nipples. Yeah. <laughs> How much or, is too much? Or as they're commonly called in the States, banipples. Banipples. Sink word. Sink word. We got there. Hell yeah. Oh, banipples. Yeah. Well, I'm going to think about that all day. Banipples. And is that a, I can't tell because of the shadows in your room. Is that a white shirt or a yellow shirt you have on? This is a yellow shirt. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Brent's got those nipples. I got those nipples going. <laughs> it is cold in here. Yeah, me too, man. I was kind of nipping mm-hmm. this morning. Oh, wait. Sorry, everybody. Oh. Sorry to get you aroused this early in the morning. Hmm. Steven's got hard nipples. I've been teething. <laughs> hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> the time has come. <laughs> I want to point out that... Uh, Yesterday we were with my my in laws and uh, my brother and sister in law hanging out doing our little uh, Easter dinner thing on Saturday and um, uh, my father in law brought up the podcast because we were trying to you know uh, talk about random oh. shit and he was like so should I listen to it no and I was like uh, I don't think so and he was like why <laughs> you don't think I would like it and I was like I don't think you're our demographic. No. And I tried my best, and Sarah, our, uh, my sister-in-law and lovely lovely listener of the show, um, yeah. tried to, to help out. And he was like, do you talk about me? Is that why you don't want me to listen to it? And <laughs> we were both like, nope, never, nope, not, nope. It's just, I was mm-hmm. like, we do a lot of poop jokes. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, we're like shock jock kind of humor. I was like, do you like, do you know Kevin Smith? Have you ever seen a Kevin Smith movie, Dan? <laughs> And uh, he was like, I don't think so. And I was like, Clerks, Mallrats, Dogma. And he was like, no, I don't think those are familiar. And I was like, well, Dogma, take for instance. You know, it's like his, like, religious opus. Um, It's about his Catholicism growing up. And it has a literal poop monster in it. And Mm -hmm. I love it. And I was like, I don't think you'd watch that. It's the same kind of thing, like, Kevin Smith kind of led us into this podcast a little bit. Like, he's he's the first one that I really listened to. And I was like, he just says gross shit. And we say gross shit. You know, like, I don't... So I'm hoping he steers clear of it. I don't know that he listens to any podcast ever anyway, but yeah. uh, man, I was like sweating bullets. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Because I believe on the last episode we uttered the words come dollop. So several times, right? <laughs> several times. Whispered even. That so. was the first thought I had. Yeah. I was like, don't listen to the last episode. Yeah. It's fresh on his mind, <laughs> but, but maybe we soothe him into a nice sleep before he gets there. You know, he has trouble sleeping. Maybe he needs that episode. Maybe That's get true. I even LTS tried to, MR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I tried to explain that episode to them. They didn't know what ASMR was. So I had to explain yeah. that to them. And then I was like, yeah, so, you know, we were just joked around and I, there was a part, point where I was like fondling a baguette and like straight faces, no laughs. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't see, I don't think this is for you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I tried to explain it to my wife, Topanga as well. Mm. And she was like, wait, what is this? I don't understand why, what the regular thing is. And then why are you trying to spoof it? And I was like, it's just, oh, just, 
just turn the TV down while I'm trying to do this thing, please. <laughs> that makes, uh, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, that would be her response. I feel like that makes it funnier to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of like a brand of like, oh, this is probably pretty good then. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, if she yeah. hates it or doesn't understand it. Well, hey, we're very on brand if that's the case. <laughs> uh, all right. So you want to sync? Yeah. Um, let's amend the sync word in other of your father-in-law to Dan's been nipples. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to. I mean, like, I don't want to think of him that way. You don't want to think about your father-in-law having been nipples? I don't want to think about him having been nipples or milking been nipples either way. Mm-hmm. So if you don't mind, I'd rather just stick with benipples so that I'm not haunted by that image. Hmm. I'm going to have to check with counsel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess we won't record an episode. Wow, this is weird. Okay. Okay. Well, we tried. Uh, we tried. It's hard to even, it's hard to whisper it. Okay. All right. We'll just stick with the original benipples. Okay. Though I am I willing to it. amend it through the rest of the, the record. If you're like, if we're mid-convo <laughs> about... I mean... Con- yeah, you know, GVK. And you're like, you know what? <laughs> I need to speak out. I need to speak up, you know? See something, okay. say something. Yeah, sure, okay. sure. All right, so the nipples on three then. Okay. You coward. All right, the nipples. <laughs> Do we ever talk about him on the podcast? Well, guess what, Dan? <laughs> yes. See, that's the, that's my fear is he would listen to this episode and then he'd yeah. hear that I, I have to I have to yeah I just uh, but yeah. look this is in the outtakes he wouldn't even know I hope he would not make it this far he would not know because I don't not. know what's coming on the show but I bet it's gonna be way worse than all this it has to be yeah all right so we'll Fuck. sync with the nipples on three okay one two three but nipples I thought you Love were going to throw a Dan's in there anyway. I, out of respect for you, I did not. I, I appreciate it. I yeah. appreciate it. Whew. 